the voice of one crying the wilderness prepare the way of the lord make straight in the desert a highway for our god the voice of one crying the wilderness prepare the way of the lord make straight in the desert a highway for our god the voice of one well i came in while our sister didn't paul didn't godwin paul we have another didn't paul one church one small church. <laughs> they have the first and last names that are identical. So she's EGP because you need to make that distinction. And she's number two. The other one came before her. Um, I didn't hear her from the beginning. I think she must have gone far before I... I came in, but uh, I also know that why you were so silent and fascinated and laughing anxiously, what they call anxious laughter. <laughs> it's a bit different from free laughter. It's the kind of laughter that's <laughs> it's painful laughter, you know, and Things like that, again, are not things we are very accustomed to. At least hearing someone speak frankly like this, but as is our habit, we like to be very, very frank and open. Why? Whether it's while preaching, while sharing a testimony, or whatever it is. Because whatever you're doing, honestly or in truth, you know what the truth does? It frees people. I could spend all day talking about this. Being truthful has power in itself to free people. One of our greatest weaknesses in the body of Christ is hypocrisy, which is the opposite of being truthful. Pretense, wearing masks. When you mask up, when you pretend, Have you heard stories of people who were down and out, not Christians, financially or academically or maritally or socially, relationally? Have you ever heard stories, not Christian stories, not stories that involve Jesus, just people saying, oh, I was addicted to drugs. And when I finally owned up and checked myself in for rehab, I my life was turned around. Have you heard those kind of things? Have you heard many people also have their lives changed when they hear such stories? Why? Remember, these are not people preaching Jesus. They are not saying, Jesus set me free. They, may, they are not even born again. But they are just being honest just being honest truthful even without directly calling on the lord 
brings you into the realm where the Lord loves to be. The realm of light. Truth is light. It's revealing. It's making things plain as they are. When things are plain, because God created the heavens and the earth, when there is plainness of speech, by reason of it being a characteristic of God, distinguishing in the beginning, God created heavens and earth, and God said, let there be light. Let first thing, let there be light. Whenever there is light, know that God is at work in some form. God must not be at work 100% for him to be working. Can I sit here and accomplish something in the US? Am I in the US? How would I do that? With a phone call. I can have something done. Before Sister Titilayo came visiting and left the other week back to New York. When she was about a week or so before she left, I said, oh, there are some books I'd like to get. You can't get them here. Order them and save me the cost of taxation when it comes in. Mail charges. So you bring them. So these are the books. One, two, three. Now some she they couldn't deliver on time. You know, because of um, the season, Thanksgiving in the United States, um, and all different things. But she got some. She got some uh, literal Bibles I was looking for. You know, she got that and then um, things, some other book. But she got one or two things. I stayed here and got something from there. Not because I went there. But because I did, I, I made an attempt in the right direction. I made a request in the right direction. When you do something in the direction of light, of openness, even though you have not traveled all the way to meet God, you still gain something that God normally gives. When you tell the truth, when you are honest, even though you are a, an unbeliever, but you're honest enough to come out and say, like Kanye West, I heard was saying, oh, pornography destroyed my family. Now, whether he knows God or not, really, I know there's a lot of confusion there with him, but Whatever is the case, it's in the direct. I heard, you know, uh, years ago, um, Matilda told me about. Where's Matilda? She said, Tell me, what's that musician's name? Crazy. She likes demonic stuff. Billy English? Billy Eilish. Billy Eilish. I think she's really possessed, okay? She likes demons, like, fact. The little clips I've seen of I was shown something and she's showing demons, whether, I don't know, angel, something, you know, obviously she's, she's troubled, yes? yes? But she said, 
something like pornography destroyed her mind or something. She's saying that. Now, when you have people that are into satanism telling you that pornography is bad, what do you want again? You need a preacher. You need a preacher. People who are who, who don't give a a thought to God. Or maybe they do. And they are telling you pornography is damaging. Which evidence, which one will you say keep your religious religious ideas to yourself again? You need to go and listen to Billy Eilish. Don't. But I'm saying that's them telling the truth. That is them being honest. That is them being factual. That is them acknowledging things as they are. Every time someone stands up for truth, people that would not listen to a preacher, but they hear and years ago, Tiger Woods, number one golf player in the world, had to be checked in for sex addiction. He agreed that he had a problem. And his problem was a problem. A serious one. Even unbelievers who talk about freedom to do as you like, all that, know that some things are too much. That there's a way something can be and it's not normal. So when you have to check in to be rehabilitated for something people once said was normal, then it's a step towards the truth. And I am saying these steps towards the truth, even though they have not arrived at the full personhood of Jesus, the truth is a step in the right direction. Is this clear? Anything towards truth, anything that involves expressing truth, will free someone. There might be millions of people that are, have said, I'm going to stay away from pornography. I won't treat it as though it's a simple thing. I, I, I don't even really like looking at it. There are people like that. They just do things because everyone does it. And they would push away from those things. Because Billy Eilish said it. Because Kanye West said it. They say it's called Yi now. Whatever. Because someone they admire said it. And then you see them comment. It's true. It's true. It's really. I mean, I used to be. Uh, it's. They are, they are not responding to a preacher. They are responding to. So now they may still struggle. If Jesus doesn't help them, if they are really bound, sorry for them. <laughs> they may only go so far. But I do know that any direction towards first agreeing with the truth will bring deliverance. And I encourage every single one of us to be such people. Help others by being an honest person. Not in a bad way. Don't go telling us the truth about details that will make us stumble. But do be honest. It will free you. And even more exciting, it will free others. Sometimes it may free millions of people. Just speaking plainly. Have I told you about John Newton before? The Anglican or Methodist Anglican, I think, preacher who sang, wrote the song Amazing Grace, how sweet the sound. Now, the man who wrote that song was a preacher, but before he was a preacher, he was a slave trader. They are the ones that will come to Africa and buy your great-grandparents and sell. 
He was a mean, nasty fellow. And when God saved him from a storm, he didn't even change immediately. He still went on, I think, maybe about two more trips. Carrying human beings to sell. Years later, I became a preacher. At the same time, William Wilberforce, who was a parliamentarian, was pushing that they abolish slave trade in England. Let's stop selling people. Let's stop having slaves. Of course, he was opposed. How will we survive without slaves? We've always had slaves. And he needed support. And he heard a story about John Newton. And we went down to him and spoke to him in his house. And John Newton was against slavery. He was a preacher now. But John Newton said, true, I'll do something about it. And he preached about it in his sermons. And the church members reduced and reduced and reduced and reduced. He would preach against slavery, preach hard against it. They kept reducing. What do you do again? Till he told the truth. Came out and said, I used to sell slaves. He wrote it in a book. The book exploded across England. Sold. People were reading and talking about it. They was publishing first in other newspapers or something, but he told his story. He had prayed, said, God, what should I do? Nobody is listening to me. When he told the truth, things changed. And God also gave William Wilberforce wisdom and one thing or the other, and the law was passed. And that's how slave trading became illegal in England. And when there's no market, what do you steal people for if no one will buy them? That's why we are here. Who knows? They may have stolen. <laughs> Our great grandparents, all of you will be gone. Because someone told the truth. He tried to tell the truth. That's what many people do. You try to tell the truth. Don't be trying to tell the truth. Tell the truth. Don't dance around the truth like this. Don't beat about the bush. It keeps you and others in bondage longer. When you're honest and direct, I've so many times seen people struggle with freedom, even from demonic influences, because they hold back truth. They say parts. All that many times demonic beings need they just need those pockets of darkness have you seen a mouse or a rat or a cockroach in a room in a place where there's a hole do they need 10 holes to hide is one hole not enough the rest of the room is it not sealed with tiles that one hole is enough that one area of lies is often enough that's all they need to continue to continue. The enemy often just needs a place to hide. I have seen people open up, confess ten things and hide one or two. And that one or two sits there and torments them for three more years. Four. It is amazing to my soul how real these things are. Nobody ever told me by mouth. I've seen it with my eyes. I've seen people struggle and strain 
over and over and over again till they opened up on one thing. Bam! Everything goes like that. Even over years, because they would not open up on one thing, they are aware of it. This is not one of those things that the mind deletes. They are aware of it. They don't understand that that's the only hole the mouse needs, the rat needs to keep. Who has had? Who used to see in your accommodations, residential or public, personal or public? Whoever saw one mouse running around once in a while in your house at the beginning was one. Who you ever? Anybody? Good. Many many hands. Whoever saw one become many. First, you thought it became smaller. Or then you thought, wait, I thought it just passed. When did it come back? That is passing again. Till you realized. Then you put a trap, poisoned it, and then you saw two dead bodies. Then you waited. The next day, there were two. Then you realized there was no more one mouse you had, but a family. How many of you know those families didn't necessarily pack in from Lagos one after another, but that one in your house got pregnant? When he went at night, what do you think he went to do? He got pregnant. <laughs> Who has ever found a brood of mouse babies or rat babies? Sometimes they're up to 10, 13. Do you know what happens when they grow up? When you go to sleep, there's a party in your house. If you come out and see, some are like, yee, playing, catch me. All over someone's dwelling house. I am saying I would suggest you kill it when it's one. Have you discovered that yet? If you can kill it when it is one, your chances are higher. Unfortunately, many times we don't act till things are super bad. Have you discovered this yet? It's not you, it's the guy sitting next to you. Have you discovered they like doing things like that? That typically the person next to you doesn't like acting on things till it's too bad. I don't know why they are like that. You can look at why are you like this? Why are we like this? Till it major reason you know major reason why we are like that. You don't believe it will get worse. You are always arguing, always telling yourself, no, don't worry, I have it under control. Till they carry away your pot of rice. You see a pot moving, then you know. Then you know. Some of you have suffered much. You picked it, you looked at it, I'll eat you. <laughs> yeah. uh, what will I eat? Not tear of small, just a part of it. You say, Father, I receive you, thank you. <laughs> this, I repeat, does not have to be so. It is often so because we are extremely stubborn if you would deal with matters while it is early in the day it wouldn't last so long as far as i can tell many older people why when people come to the lord in their 40s 50s 60s this is what i've seen though this is my conclusion what God tries to do is give them soft, a soft landing in his amazing love. They still have quite some issues. 
the things he can do with younger people, those some stronger, more radical things, I mean of cleansing them, freeing them, sometimes he just goes, uh, I'm not saying he can't do more, but most young people, the older people, sorry, many older people don't have the strength or willingness to endure. They are too used to a certain kind of life. So I think he just, um, all right, let's just pull out three sharp things. Leave the rest there. Let's, uh, uh, let's make the best of what we can. Let's make the best with what we have. Maybe it's a younger person, typically he'll reach very deep and start dragging out of, like I have more time here. I've identified 17 things that must be pulled up. But some older people, so they, they will live with that thing or they will die with it or to just be there and people say, well, their character, you hear someone, you hear them tell you, oh, so so and so got born again. Really? Yeah. And everybody goes that, but how come they are still like this? How come they still have these streets? How come they? And you see that, and there's a level of sincerity, but with this projection from their life, and they, and you would think, no, this one cannot be born again, but my conclusion, they are. I think God manages them the way they are. I'm not talking about living immorality or anything of the sort. I'm just saying that um, people do have issues, some demonic afflictions, and, and the thing just stays with them till it, it go, goes, it carries them over into death or, or something. Because they are often not willing enough to fight. The things required sometimes to make changes are too hard. Some would never have the hearts to open up and say what needs to be said or do what needs to be done. Younger people, it's a bit easier. Younger people are, should I say, more, you know, like a young child, when they get wounded, it heals faster, better, easier. And all that, the older you grow, the, the less that is. So, I was talking about our sister sharing the truth, some of the truth, as she's saying she can remember you know, and of course for the church, usually because normally we don't come and talk about too many things. And I hinted at it a little here and there, commented on our brother John, who when he, they were arrested, they beat him on the back, you know, in the police cell. And we knew it was an attack and God had been telling us that persecution was going to uh, arise, you know. And we've had persecution. I think... Well, not too strong. The other time was that, but I'm just thinking most times for incorrect men. You know, I found out years ago that incorrect men was a place where missionaries from the latter reign move of the 50s. All the have you read some of the stories from God's generals about Jaco, William Braham? Give me names. That move. Don't go calling a wrong name. That span of time, 40s, 50s, 60s, there was a move of God, especially in the 50s, 60s, after the Second World War, healing miracles, you know, it was really, really powerful. Kenneth Hagin was a young man then, he was a mom. He said it was like, it was easy for miracles to happen. It was easy for healings. It was easy 
A. A. Allen Schambach was very was younger then, you know, and others. And I I I heard that you know they came to IK. There were lots of them in the Aquaibom area. By Elton, did quite some ministry around here, supported some ministries around here. White people came, different things happened here, and I think the devil has pushed back a lot because if you look at the correct typically you wouldn't think. Yeah, I was surprised the first time I I, I read a bit of this. I haven't read it properly. I just scanned, skimmed over it. You know, and they talked about how God was with them and they came from the U.S., moved down here, and God was moving powerfully. If you ask this too, this axis, Itam, axis here, but the correct banner was a powerful place. And I think God wants to recover those areas. So what the devil normally does, he pushes back. It's a, it's a typical thing. The devil pushes back. You know, often we don't see too far. The devil, the devil has a clue of many things. You know, when Moses is going to be born, Satan knows. He gets the memo. When Jesus is going to be born, Satan knows. When certain things are going to happen, usually the devil knows and anticipates it and attempts to preempt it. That's go in front of it and stop it. And one of the major ways he does that is through persecution. Persecution will serve two purposes. Once, it will push you out to go and do what God says. God told the disciples, go out from Jerusalem to Samaria, to, to Judea, to Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. They gathered in one place and stayed there. They didn't go out anywhere. They were enjoying their daily meetings so much that they went like, God, for what? Why do we need to go out now? I love you. You love me. We are all a part of God. But stand with me. God went like, what? What did I tell these guys? Did I tell these guys to start from here and go out? Oh, yeah, now let me help you. Who is the most ready here? Ah, that's Stephen. Correct guy. Okay. Pull his angels. What? Pull his angels back. Turn to fall back. Don't do anything. Okay. We saw them do this with our Lord and Savior. So. Maybe this is a new method. So they pull back. You do understand a little of how that was, right? You do realize nobody really persecuted. It was emotional persecution. Uh, Abraham, Isaac. Can you see them touch? You don't touch them. No, you don't touch them. The angels are like, eh? who born you? I say, who born you? <laughs> They'll permit you like, you, the God of Abraham, you, you're dead. They'll kill you. They have to be preserved. You don't kill them. It's in New Testament that they were killing Christians. It's not because God changed. It's times and seasons. Then they were living out physically the things, a shadow. Huh? Their physical existence was a, a picture of our spiritual experience. And it would seem in our time, it's, there's a swapping. What matters to God now is that your spirit is preserved. Do you understand? But they needed their bodies to play out the illustration for us, the shadow of things to come. And so you couldn't touch their body because they were the picture. How will you have the story of Abraham without an Abraham? 
Who knows what his spirit is doing? Who will be writing? And Abraham's spirit got up from there after he was killed by. No. So the body had to be there to illustrate it for it to be written. Do you do you, do you see what I'm saying? Mm, you don't go killing Abraham. You don't go succeeding and David dies at your hand. How? Are you implying his spirit died? So you don't kill him. You don't go. They had to play out their roles to paint the pictures they were given to paint to illustrate the people they were given to illustrate. Therefore, you couldn't really harm them much physically. Mordecai, Esther, Ezra, Nehemiah, different ones. That's a loose analogy I'm giving you. In the time of the early church, all right, where's that? Stephen, Stephen is a correct guy, right? Full of the Holy Spirit and power. Good. A picture of a good, a picture of a solid spirit. His spirit is fine, right? All right, what does he really need that body for? Uh, they can use him. So pull the angel. Angel, guard his spirit. And they kill. So Satan goes, yes, finally. No angel here. Stone him. They stoned him. He died. The Bible says they scattered from there. From that scattering, they were spreading script. The Bible says they, they were running. You know, as you move from this town to the next town, it says they were preaching. That is how they obeyed Jesus. He motivated them. It's a fact. Before that, when they said Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, the ends of the earth. If it was a song, they said, everyone, when they gathered, when Jesus came, after he left, maybe they will come. Everyone said after me, we have received power to be witnesses in Jerusalem, in Jerusalem, in Judea, in Judea, in Samaria, Samaria, to the ends of the earth. Hallelujah. Praise God. Brethren, we will take this gospel to the world. This was the early sermons. First three weeks. <laughs> Two months later, someone came up and said, Brethren, I, I well, God is good. We are going to say our mantra, but with a difference. Amen? We will take, be witnesses. Witnesses. In Jerusalem, in, in Judea, in Samaria. Hallelujah. You know, we must start here first. Charity begins at home. The book of Michael, chapter 9. Then that's how one day it was a sister leading. Brethren, you know. Say with me, we'll be witnesses in, in Jerusalem, in Judea. Say in Judea, in Judea. The next month, this is like four months, seven months have passed. I can't remember how long those guys stayed. I think they almost stayed for years though. You think, you think it was weeks? You don't understand what happened in that place. It's what happens to churches everywhere. 
They felt it was sweet. Hey, gathering. Cry, cry. Miracles. Did you hear what happened yesterday? What happened? Peter, he didn't lay hands this time. He was not walking. He was just walking as he's passing. And he said, Power! <laughs> Every day, something fantastic. Did you hear what Stephen was doing while he's sharing food? They came to the other way, the food finished. He said, Brr, hey, me, me. The, the Bible says they're meeting from house to house. They was they eating, sharing with gladness. We've never experienced that kind of Christianity. The little you've experienced, a little here and there. When you how many of you are staying in the family house, the, the new one, and you enjoy yourself, you're still you haven't settled down, but you're feeling a bit happy. You're not sure you're happy. Not all the people that don't raise their hands, kick them out. <laughs> when you finish tidying up, finish painting, you think you'll be more comfortable. You will, don't worry, you enjoy it. How many of you have stayed with brethren? It's nicer than staying alone. In some ways. It's nicer than say, I won't go too far, but I could say, it's nicer than staying with many of your own personal biological family members. It's nicer in many ways, it's enjoyable. There's a lot of benefits and all that. Now they had that plus, a lot of stories of God's power, glory, presence, angels, appearances, interaction. So many things. It was so fresh, brand new. How it is usually. When hearts are burning, people have newly received the light. It is the most tempting thing to not do anything except meet, gather. Prophetic words, words. If we start meeting here every day, it's one of the reasons we don't do some things people think we should do. People look at us and say, ah, why, why don't you people keep on staring? The, if we stare it, you see what will happen. For we have stared it a little in the past. We've seen what can happen. We know what I know. If you don't know, I know. All we have to do is come every day. Just come every day for... They, they were meeting every day. They were meeting daily. What happens when you continue to pour something in to something non-stop? And the presence is there. Now I know there are people that can meet every day and nothing happens. You know, 40 days of horror. Whatever attended 40, 21 days of, 7 days of pain, 21 days of sorrow, 40 days of horror. I'm like, where will it finish? But if the presence of God is present tense, in a certain way, it gets better and better. We've had ten-day meetings, we've had seven-day meetings, we had three-day meetings. You know, and you know, and this is how it is in different places where the people are really open to the Lord. They never want to go. They don't want it to end because it builds and builds and builds. Now, I'm saying that they had that. Imagine the Holy Spirit was new on the earth in that way. In everyone, not just a few people, a king, a prophet. No, it was on everyone who believed. It was so exciting. New things every day. They didn't want to go. So finally, someone had come up. We are witnesses in Jerusalem. Amen. And they had turned Jerusalem into the call. This is where they're called to be. Again, this is what happens with many denominations, many church groups. It's the normal thing. If we're not careful, it happens to us too. 
if it I, probably has happened in some way or the other it's just that why we keep trying to listen to god is keep trying god are we are we and then you say something and you just shake things more oh yeah 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 over the years if you've been here you've seen us have final meetings we've come together and said we thank god that from now on nobody is coming here everybody go here here 10 groups everyone go wherever you can find spread the gospel that we've done all of that why because years ago <laughs> as i understood this thing that i don't want god to scatter us we don't need persecution must you use persecution to obey one word enters a wise man more than a hundred strokes the back of a fool why do you like hundred strokes some people like hundred strokes me i think one word should do did god speak did you hear have you done it that should be your goal or he will motivate you for people who say i love you lord i'll do whatever you say be very careful he takes it seriously he takes it seriously and he wants more people to do that don't say oh that means i should never pray that neither will you ever enjoy the rewards of a disciple because you're not a follower neither are you a servant a servant goes where he's sent you don't pick and choose and tell your master i will do as i please you do what your master pleases okay so somehow they turned jerusalem into the destination and stayed in one place and did not go anywhere Acts, sure, let, let's look at the book of Acts. so they stoned stephen in chapter 7 they preached and they stoned stephen so in acts acts chapter 8 after stephen died he says saul was there giving approval to stephen's death on that day that very day stephen died a great persecution there's levels of persecution okay we have not suffered great persecution It broke out against the church in Jerusalem. <laughs> Jerusalem. <laughs> Meetings paused. There was lockdown. When you turn the whole earth, the ends of the earth, into one place, always two things happen. Either persecution or nothing. That's when God has left you. Which one do you prefer? Are you sure? Which one do you prefer? Persecution or God leaving you alone? You're dead. You have a name that you're alive, but you are dead. Which one? Maybe I should ask one by one. Eh? Which one do you prefer? Don't say what is religion. Remember the truth makes people feel. Tell the truth. You, I'm asking you, which one do you prefer? You, you die spiritually or God allows 12, 1, 2. Which one? There's nothing I know about. Did you fail English? <laughs> All those people that failed. You didn't like English. You had D. And I'll give you one back. You made C. Yes? When they say either or, you don't say none of the above. It's not, there's no C option. It's A or B. Yes? Yes? Which one? Are you sure? You sure you don't want to be dead? Wait, wait. I don't think you guys understand what it means for a church to be dead. You've gone to a few. God is not there. Uh, a preacher once said something like that if God does not show up the summary is if God were not to show up 
in 99% of meetings, nobody would notice. Like the Spirit of God did not come there at all to do anything. The wind did not blow at all in that place. The meeting still went on and people left contented. Oh, today's meeting was nice. It was okay. They don't even know God didn't come at all. How do we know? Because that's exactly the case already. In the vast majority of places where people gather in God's name, he did nothing. He didn't show. He didn't come. Jesus did not walk through the house. The Holy Spirit was not present to do anything. He did not talk at all. He didn't say a word. He was never permitted to make a comment. Even to say amen or no or yes. With the Bible. And in fact, in many cases, without any Bible. Have you been to church meetings where they didn't read any Bible? Almost nothing was said about the Bible. Have you been in church meetings like that? And it was a full day. You're not, you don't understand what I'm asking. Have you been in church meetings where they did not... Who has been in church meetings as they were about to close towards the end or somewhere? They said, well, let's just read. And then they say, when you go home. <laughs> when you go home, you go and read, eh? But they spent two to three hours raising money, dancing, singing and jumping, doing announcements, planning, doing many things. But the Bible time, if you looked at the time, it was a total of about five to ten, maximum fifteen minutes. And it didn't happen once, it's happened multiple times. Is this happening in churches? Yes, sir. Some that you even think they read the Bible, they didn't read. The person was talking. And if they were talking from the Bible, it would be okay, but they didn't talk from the Bible. They they spoke folk wisdom. They said things. They talked about our church doctrine. They blasted other people based on what their church doctrine is, their church beliefs. They just used that and blasted. No scripture. And this has happened for many years. Then some pretend to read the Bible or share. But who has ever heard someone read a preacher purportedly? Read a portion of the Bible, finish like this, and everything he says, none of it follows from what he read. None. There is nothing he said. You wait as he read it. You wait. Okay, we are about to hear a teaching on. Till they said the grace. Let's say the grace. till the ended. Rise for the benediction. And that was the end of the meeting, and they did not address that thing at all. Not because the spirit led them to preach something else. They didn't preach anything else. They went into talking about other things, not from the Bible. People of God, God has watched in pain, in grief, often as we do these things. We should not. The scriptures were given for teaching, for correction, for rebuking, and for instruction. We need it desperately. If someone asks you out there, what does that pastor tell you? He said people should read their Bibles day and night, inside, outside, tear it. Inside, outside, not physically tearing. Like, shred it into your soul. Store it in your heart. Every piece, not some. And for the full gospel, not the part gospel, which is very popular. But even more popular is the fraction gospel. Where you pick a slice. The whole truth makes people free in the whole.
partial truth will free you in part. The more truth you know and understand and embrace, the more free you are. This is how it works. Now, uh, it says, on that day, a great persecution broke out against the church in Jerusalem. Look at what they did, everyone. And all except the apostles were scattered throughout Judea and Samaria. Okay? God-fearing men buried Stephen and mourned deeply over him. But Saul began to destroy the church. Did you see? Systematically, he was destroying the church. But the truth is, you can't really destroy the church like that. For he said, I will build my church. And the gates of hell shall not prevail. So you don't destroy the church. Go, go back now. Let's finish. Verse 3, okay? Did I finish? Going from house to house, he dragged off men and women and put them in prison. When those are brethren were put in, were arrested, I can't remember where I was or how I heard about it or what happened, but when they arrested them, and it wasn't the first time someone had called the police for our people, that had happened before when a sister went over to the family house. I wasn't aware of it though, and was there, and then the father went there and took the police. And uh, I heard a version of that story, fascinating. It, it's amazing how reality can be distorted. I heard that I took the police and went and arrested the sister's father. I heard that last month. I was in awe. Eh? So that time, they, Michael, that time they carried you. The exact opposite is what happened. I came to IK with police. Arrested the man who arrested you people that time. That's what really happened. I heard it from Lagos. Da. <laughs> this is the first time I'm saying it out. After years. <laughs> oh my God. Anyways. So I'm a very bad man. That's when I arrested someone's father. Sorry. <laughs> I'm thinking of how bad a man is. Now, it says, from house to house, he dragged off. Are you seeing this has been fulfilled in your life, brother? From house to house. Hallelujah. Your living, walking expression of scripture. Thank God no one died. But... Do you see it's not the first time people have had their houses? Now, this has happened throughout history. Who knows anything about church, communist countries, Islamic countries, other? They go to their houses, they attack them. It's stirred up. It's a spiritual thing. It's not natural. There's nothing. Do you know the ridiculous thing? And why do I need to talk about this a little? There are many of you here, you're online, you're hearing me. A time will come, this will be very common in the parts of the world where people have been free. Listen, it's always happened in places you thought they were in bondage. Example, communist countries. All of you that have never read anything about persecution in China, in Romania, you never read Tortured for Christ? Please, let that book trend. I want it on the groups. People are done with exams here and there. You have to have holiday reading. Whether you're in New York, whether you end up whenever you travel, make sure we put a book out, read it. 
If you can't read the soft copy, find the hard copy. Buy it and read it. Why? Because you need it. You need that knowledge stored into your soul in case it happens to you. You can say God forbid from now till forever, but he who has been appointed will meet his appointment. So the appointments are with God. We have shown you from the book of Revelation how God sometimes appoints people to different experiences. If it is in your own spiritual resume, it will happen. It may happen 25 years from now. You might as well start storing the stories. How do you think the early church survived? Many of you don't know. You love to read the book of Acts of the Apostles. You don't know how much they suffered. They lived under the ground like rats. How do we know? Because in Rome, it's called the catacombs. And all over the walls, scraped into the walls, are stories by Christians. They were living under the ground in tunnels all over. They used to meet. This meeting we are meeting, they would meet under the ground. They had to live with signs and secrets. They would stand. You're standing with someone you suspect is a Christian. You start drawing half a fish, a line like this. If the person takes the stick, that's okay, so what do you sell and draw the other half? You know, the Christian. Okay. Catacomb number eight. 6 p.m. That's how. They, they suffered as though they killed people. And they accused them with lie after lie. Which is why when you hear people being accused a lot, pay attention to what they are preaching. One of two things. It's either it's fake, they are preaching a lie. It's false doctrine. Have you read the letters of the apostles? The letters of Paul, Peter, John. In each of them, you hear them addressing certain things. Many antichrists have gone into the world. Is Paul, Peter, John, Jude, are they attacking the other preachers falsely? They are defending the truth. Jude called it contending for the faith that was once delivered. You think that belonged to the apostolic faith church? Who was from apostolic faith? Who has the apostolic faith background here? Let me see that. One. Only one. I'm sad. Maybe people in the overflow. Maybe someone in the overflow. Who is your overflow plug? Do you people ever... Who? When I ask questions like that, check now. So I'll know if... Huh? Anytime I, I talk to overflow, God bless you, they should say something. Is there overflow in the studio? The studio is nice. I wish I could be there. The air conditioning there is thick. Mm, it's hot in this place. Not due to anointing. It was hot. Too many people breathing. What if I made you hold your breath? Bad man. There's a TikTok challenge trending this week. Who has heard? Last week. Holding your breath. Till you pass out. Only about 20 children have died so far. I told you to get up TikTok three weeks ago. So. The devil. That is, they will hold their breath. Choking challenge. They choke themselves till they pass out. 
so they can experience the adrenaline rush of coming back alive. <laughs> the TikTok challenge. Father, may they ban TikTok. Amen. I told you just the other week that in China, the people who invented it, they use it for educational purposes. A, B, C, D. They use it for... Then they send it to the Western world. Come out naked. The naked challenge. The ice bucket where you, where you freely ask for pneumonia. They pour ice blocks with water on you. <laughs> so what will happen? Uh, it's a challenge. Why did you challenge me to do that? <laughs> I know it's a challenge. Why? What is your intention? Let's pour it on you. <laughs> it's what happens when you have too much food to eat. Where you don't have what to do or where to go. Nobody is waiting for you. So I'll come on camera to prove what? That me too, they can pour ice. Okay, then you leave here and have hypothermia. They say about 20 have died so far. It's not a new thing. In the 80s, there was no social media. A young boy was screaming and screaming. The father was in the room the other way. He didn't hear. The mother had gone out for a Bible study. Don't carry your children. No? Don't carry your children for Bible study. This Christianity is personal. I'm not saying that cruel in any way. Please don't misunderstand me. But carry your children. You know, once it's in a faraway place, you might think. But today, this thing I'm saying, the woman can hear it today. It's the world we are living in. I don't mean that cruelly in any way, any, in, wrongly, please. Don't misunderstand me, but we really do need to drag our children along in the things of God. You can drag them to go to school, drop them with a teacher you have never met. But things of the most important thing, all that is nonsense. Nonsense. And <laughs> the sister climbed on top of something, put a belt around it. Tidy over Sunday and jumped, and the little four-year-old brother stood there and saw his sister strangled to death, screaming. And she said, ah, 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 ah. The brother was screaming. Too late. It's after they buried her. And the brother said, How old was she? 12? Or whatever. We were playing that game that we saw. What kind of game is that? You know, parents, you do have to pay attention to your children. All of you, you become parents. All of you be parents in five years. The children that understand things. Say the percentage of, of children with phones in the US or so. Eight-year-olds have phones. Ten-year-olds, twelve. Sometimes... What? Is it 8-year-olds that they say as 20%? 10 years, 40% of 10-year-olds have phones, smartphones. Why? Because you can afford it. I saw two young boys outside my gate as we were driving out yesterday, coming to the office. And Sister Bright was in the car and they were waving at her auntie. I said, are those yours? 
the, uh, yes, among the children, they bring for the children's meetings on Saturdays. And she was telling me how she was deleting things from their phones. I said, those poor looking children, they are poor. It's obvious that they are poor. They have phones. And she said, yes, the other one said he bought, he exchanged his own. How does he have a phone? How? It looks like he's 12 years old or 13 or 14. But how can he have a phone? He's too wretched to have a phone. We have people here who don't have phones due to poverty. No, 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 listen. Phones are not cheap. There's nothing cheap about a phone. 60, 80, 100,000 is not cheap at all. At all. That's rent for a year. In a, for a room. So there's nothing cheap about it. Or simple. In the Western world, by the in case you don't know, as usual, you always have funny ideas in your head. Most of the things they have, they didn't pay for it. We are a credit-based society. We, sorry, we buy things, debit-based. When you own something, you paid for it. Those guys buy things they don't own. They have, you see this card, ATM card you carry? Huh? They carry a card like that with 100,000 inside that they don't have. Then they can collect from five banks. 100, 100, 100. So you can have 500,000 Naira now without having any money. You just be paying back, small, small, when you can. That's how some societies run. That's how the society runs. That's how they've grown up seeing, oh, just get a credit card. So people own things they do not own. Around when we own it, we tend to actually own it. You had the money before you got it. You don't need to have the money before having it. I'm not talking about the freebies. Oh, I'm this, I'm qualified for this. And then you get free stuff in some countries. Because you're strong. So here it's a bit different. There you can get a phone credit. And then there are phone companies. The phone, the SIM card tends to come with the phone it's it's not how it works with you that's why when they say they brought a phone from there you need to open all that stuff they talk about here everything is separate sim card your phone you can change 50. this one the line goes with the phone with this company with this thing so you may get this thing and just be paying little by little you pay monthly and in between there you can do and it, again it's a different system it's not like your own We tend to experience the simplified version of things. There are things you shouldn't have. Anyone here, you've been planning. Again, these things, I don't preach about them much again because I've preached about them for years in the past. Please listen to former messages. Perfect timing. Get earphones, whatever you need. Holidays have come. Don't keep saying, oh, I'm part of God's thy house. You, your mind should be renewed. And in the past, I would often speak about it. Don't plan things like that. Don't have children and buy a phone and give them. Even this habit of putting a phone in their hand. You think they are smart children because they can handle phones? No, you don't need to be smart to handle a smartphone. It's this phone that is smart. Not you. If it is, then how come a three, four-year-old can use it? Are they known for great intelligence? So you don't need years of practice to become good. 
at using a phone. You can know how to use a phone in 5 to 30 minutes. You can learn all sorts of things on a phone. If little children can use it, know how to move their hands on it, then don't say, I need to give them, you know, in this technology age, so they'll get used to it. The day you give them, when they are 18, 20, they will know how to use it. Before then, help them, love them by not exposing them to they, they don't understand reality the way you do they do not perceive danger the way you do why would they climb the edge of a table and jump from it or do the things they do they don't understand the concept of breaking the leg they don't they can't anticipate the way grown-up does you too be conscious. You have that plan. I'm telling you years ahead. So you can trash it. Don't give your children phones. Even the habit of letting them use your phone. Separate them from that thing. One of the troubles I have with my kids. Going to visit cousins and all that. That's one of my problems. Because too many houses have no rules. You act like if they don't have it. They won't survive. Are you real? Again, many of you here were born in the time of phones. We grew up to your age without phones. And there are people a little older than me here who had been working for years without phones. You don't need it to survive. I know in today's world, you did what? Have you not heard of billionaires? I, like years ago, I heard of Ted He's a multi-billionaire. Did not got rid of smartphones and using button phones. I've heard of top people like that. They don't, because they don't want to be trapped. If they can survive without it, who are you? How many billions do you have? Sorry, millions. Hundreds of thousands. What do you have? How do they run their empires? Discipline yourself. So when you have children, they can be disciplined. Don't have the mindset, you must, you must, in today's world, you know, and many people, especially women, you do it just because of envy, because the other women's children have stupid reasons like that. You destroy your child's life. Your child will be seeing things you had heard rumors about, you first saw when you were 35. A five-year-old will see. No, his brain has started tearing. That demon after demon after demon will pack in. Then you look for something to blame. In all these societies around the world, you hear about people that have got bipolar, people that want to live in virtual reality, VR, yeah. augmented reality, putting things on their head to go in. If a whole Facebook thought they should come up with an alternative society, that you go in and you're in another world, and you think those things are jokes, you think it's going nowhere, this world is going to be very unreal. And there better be a batch of people left who are real, who, who see the ground, walk on it. And when they see human beings, they say hi. They don't go, I don't pass you, you're standing, I'm standing, I'm standing, hi. You respond, hello, by a phone, next to each other. Are people doing this? Yes. Are people talking, sitting on the same bench and chatting? I mean in your class, I don't mean in America, I mean here now. You've. You don't, I'll give you a, a minute to think about it. 
whether you have stayed next to someone in the same room rather than talk to them turn to them you send a message you do you do, do you understand what has already happened to you do you know what will be the case in five years in ten you keep thinking this beast coming beast system you don't understand how things will be it will be you'll be deceived into things so no there's nothing we can do no no cashless so yes governments are taking steps i told you about china years ago 600 million cameras on the roads controlling everything this was working two years ago lockdown slowed it down or three years ago they had put out about 200 million cameras then i haven't followed up on it everywhere you go they are seeing you they don't use atm cards to withdraw money they use, you use your face you stand in front of the patient it identifies you and releases money they already have cities they built where everything you're walking on the road the whole side of the building is a screen sorry this is old news though this is from three years ago i shared it with the church that the whole side of the building is a screen as you're passing they are putting ching wang chong bad citizen attends an illegal group called church they shame you you go you go to travel using their bullet trains that will spin you into lagos within a very short time you go there you put your card it doesn't work your social rating is low because of your nefarious meetings anything government does not support makes you so it lowers you over 10 you have only two points you have only four points why you didn't commit any crime according to god but you're not pleasing to them according to their laws or maybe you're a drunkard so they use it for morality and you drink so you can go to travel then you can't travel you need to increase your social rating so you can travel are you understanding this thing i'm not describing an idea i'm telling you something that is already in existence it was years ago where do you think we'll be in five years by five years i mean we i don't mean china young two years maybe by then they've completed everything so you can't move they've seen you you can't it's it's like you're living in the internet shopping everything it's it's unreal that's what they've been working on since the great red dragon have you seen that china have you seen this guy chun, 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 you don't see it at the beginning of chinese movies you don't see it? what is that thing what color is it what is the creature what kind of dragon is it the other type or the one that looks like a serpent it's just coincidence believe in coincidences there are so many things coming up 
and the method for me is what matters. It's not, there are things you can't stop, but there are things you can do something about. Example, learn to walk with your hands. Be close to the earth. Learn how to farm. <laughs> you may not be able to have food any other way than to walk with your hands. Though. Learn how to do things with these hands God created. Learn, learn simple things. Pretend this is 1940. Because many parts of the earth will be complete. Visions have been shown of people tearing off the tar. Do you, the tama, do you see the tar road? They rip it off in cities so they can plant corn. So they can plant on the ground. Because of lack of food. Again, I've said this for years. Let me not say too many scary things. But again, that you think everything will just be getting better and better. You're, you, you better wake up. Set an alarm because you need to wake up. Better. No, that's not how it will be. So take all your eggs, put in one basket. The basket of educational achievement, of job, of money acquisition. I told you money will fail. I've said it over, I've been saying it since as far as you knew me. Money, you hold money like this. You didn't hear what happened after the first world war with Germany. You could have a wheelbarrow of money for a loaf of bread. One. At the time, I was so used that they would not dump it into the river. Useless. You're looking at piles of it, and it means nothing. Put your faith in no one but God. Not just because of after you die, you may go to heaven. Mm -mm. Because this earth on which we are living and walking and talking, we are going to need more than... Everything man makes can shake. Jesus said it this way, scriptures, Hebrews. He said, I'm going to shake the heavens and the earth. And then the desire of all nations will come. The heavens and the earth. Was it here we were saying how Satan would be cast down to the earth with his... When was it? Wednesday or Sunday? Second service, Sunday. I was telling you about the heavens being shaken. They will also shake the earth, not just the heavens, to be the heavens and the earth. That gist I was just saying was the shaking of the heavens. I told you how God told me that and my wife in 2008, some months after we wedded, three months after, it was the 24th day of the ninth month. I didn't know any of that. Woke up. My wife had, I told her, she said, I'll say, I'm going to shake, uh, what's that song? Lord, pour out your spirit on all the people of the world. Da, 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 da. There's a line, great awakening, I know. I'm looking for a line that says, you're going to shake the heavens and the earth. From the book of Hagar, 
And when I opened it, I looked at it. It says, on the 24th day of the ninth month, the word of the Lord came to the prophet Hagar. Say, behold, I'm going to shake the heavens and the earth, and the desire of all nations will come. And I went like, what's today's date? Guess what day it was? The 24th day of the ninth month. You can't make things like that happen. He was speaking to us. And what was the point? The point was that he would shake heaven. And this was 24th September. 1st December, Rick Joyner, Sam Solane, different men of God around the world said, the Lord spoke to me this year. I'm going to shake the heavens and the earth. That told us three months before. At that time, I didn't pay attention to the Jewish calendar. I didn't realize that, you know, typically New Year stuff is like September. And that's when, it, see, this calendar, this uh, the end of the year. Okay, it's well with you, no problem. But it's a gentle calendar, okay? It's not exactly the exact, exact time God does most things. It's usually like from three months earlier. That's when curtains are pulled. Things start. That's why you talk about your ember months because the beginning of them was New Year, Rosh Hashanah. That was the New Year. You really want to know when things are happening? When the new, when the year changed? It's not your calendar. Your calendar is very manage, manage. The calendar is like three months late. So you want to know what God said for the year. You better go and check what God was telling us in September. <laughs> not, not waiting for December ending. It's well with us. But the book of Daniel has said that you seek to change dates. So there have been a change of lots of dates and all that. Verse 4. He was dragging them prison from house to house, doing this and doing that. Those who had been scattered preached the word wherever they went. So I, my question to you is this. I see three options. One, obey me, organize yourselves, pray, receive guidance, and take the gospel to those that are with you, around you. Yes? Jerusalem? Excuse me. Reach out a bit further. To others that have heard about God one way or the other, but they don't really understand. I was listening to Loretta's testimony yesterday or so, today, from Wednesday, I think. And I read how she was, I heard how she spoke about coming to realize that she was not really born again, something like that. Yes? Where is she now? You don't know what you said? Huh? Did you say it? That she didn't really know that, even though, but if you heard the earlier part of what she has said, it sounded like someone knew God, she wanted to please God, she had all of that. That's what it means to be enlightened in Hebrews chapter 6. It said, those that have been enlightened, then after that, he said, and have tasted the heavenly gift. Being enlightened, having your eyes open to understand something is there, is not the same as handling the thing that is there. 
It's not the same as tasting. Seeing chocolate and eating chocolate are two different things. If it was the same, there wouldn't be so much stealing. Seeing something and partaking, give me Hebrews 6. Let's be opening the Bible. I want to start opening the Bible again, even though it does not allow someone to move fast. Hebrews 6. It is impossible for those who have once been enlightened, first enlightenment, who have tasted the heavenly gift. That's before they have shared in the Holy Spirit. Then after that, they'll taste the good word of God. Then they'll taste of the path of the age to come. All right. They've tasted the goodness of the word of God. The, the goodness of the word of God is not the same as coming to Jesus. Many, you can be a Christian for years. You haven't yet tasted the goodness of the word of God. You've heard of it. You hear people talk about how excited they are about the Bible. You can't understand how. See, you have to follow a process. But when you read that, you don't see the process. That's a process you just read. A five-step process. You're going to have to be patient, persevering. So being enlightened is when God touches your eyes. Unbelievers can become enlightened and take another three years before they taste. Yes, you can know about Jesus. Come to have an idea, an understanding. Oh, this Jesus matter. Oh, wow. In fact, I think some people that so-called are born again ambassador, I think what happened is they just got enlightened. I don't think they tasted yet. But even after you've tasted of the heavenly gift, God so loved the world that he gave. Jesus is the heavenly gift. Someone would have said that's the Holy Spirit. No, because the next line is who have shared in the Holy Spirit. Who have shared in the Holy Spirit. That's why we pray for everyone that their eyes will be enlightened, that they can see. When you see, my hope is you see Jesus, then you say, Jesus, I want you, and he will come to you, and you taste of him. It's different. God walks through process. So the sister talked about how she had this, had that, had this, had that, had that. You heard what she said. After she had come, and heard a message on something, something on Wednesday. Then on Thursday, the friend she had had all this time suddenly attacked her. Did you hear her say that? Yeah. Did you understand what happened there? Did you? I will mark all of you. You see that zero they put with ears and eyes. What? A, did, did it not occur to any of you that she had been friends with the guy since he didn't pull any prank like that? It didn't occur to you, sir. What happened on Wednesday? You came for a meeting after traveling. You came back. No, you came. First Your first meeting here. Did you hear? She has been there since. So she said, uh, "Who invited her first? Uh, success. Umwaja. She heard him almost two months past." About three weeks to one month. Three weeks to a month. Then, bro, Chibe now mixed it prophetically. Said that she came on a Wednesday. Yes, sir. How long had you known that your other friend? Uh, I knew him early last year. I don't know what that means because sir. I don't know when you came. <laughs> so I came in November. 
November. So you yes. knew him around January, February. March. April. So yes, you've known him yes. for at least six to seven yes. months. Yes, sir. He had never... No. He had kept his hands to himself. Yes. Are you hearing? Oh, you won't understand, though, but you will in Jesus' name. Amen. You have to. You must understand spiritual things. You want life and peace? To be spiritually minded, Romans 8 says it's life and peace. To be earthly, carnally, physically minded, you judge things with your eyes, is death. You came on Wednesday. Yes, what did you do when you came? I called for those that want to eradicate their lives. No, not that, that was day. not the thing. Okay, it's when you travel and came yes. back. So what happened on this day you came? So this when when I came on Wednesday, you preached a message that like I was holding a grudge against someone. Oh, I preach that you should forgive. Yes. You know all grudges. Yes. Okay. So, so you see the enlightenment process, yes? Then the next day was the day I now met with this guy and him? then he now tried you, to... You didn't meet him in the road. You visited him. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So I visited Have you visited him before? No. Listen now. So I heard this as I was hearing it. These things jump out at me. She didn't visit him all this time. She has known him. Living her life without caring much about God again. She didn't visit him. Oh. Ah, Satan. You have to give kudos to the devil. He's good at his job. See, if you don't respect Satan's efficiency, I don't think you will ever be efficient. If you don't look at him, the Bible says he walks up and down. Do you understand, sir? You, you, you lie down. Do you understand the opposite of walking up and down is lying down? <laughs> you think he was lying to God? They asked him, where have you been? He said, from going up and down, to and fro. That's a serious businessman. You are sleeping. Your religious priest say, how can you say give kudos to the devil? A religious priest, be angry and do something about it. Can you say that? As you give kudos to you, what have you achieved? I heard someone testify. How did I hear it? I think I went to use the bathroom. How was he here today? Ah. Uh, Someone said, oh, 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 yes, I was leaving the meeting. There, I'm going to my office. As I was passing, they're trying to connect the video to the overflow hall. And uh, a brother came on. What's his name? Where are you? And you were talking about how one guy, what he does for the devil in one week or two is. And you can there's a way he said it. He said that that guy is, is good at working for Satan. I hope when you heard it, you went like, I must do something different. It's not enough to sit there and laugh. <laughs> if you don't get angry and go like, how can someone make Satan so happy and I don't make my own God happy? If it doesn't vex you to do anything, you are most unimpressive, even to God. You think God is impressed by lazy bones? She said she had never gone to visit him. It's not that he didn't live somewhere. But she comes here, forgives the one she held a grudge against. 
and immediately a bright idea, a darkly bright idea, or brightly dark idea comes. Let me visit. If you know how many times I've heard this kind of story, you should ask the leaders, the shepherds, how many times we hear this kind. It is fantastic. Like you can't hear what we hear, and you you're not like Satan is real, and he's hard working. Like you have not visited scenes as he just sees. I just was telling you last week. Someone will come to once they enter this space, God's thy house. Hey, see ideas. I think I think I should go and apologize to my former flame. We quarrel. One year ago. Let me just go and make peace. That's how they disappear for two months. You ask them what happened? <laughs> so what happened is when I heard what you preach, I now said, let me go and make peace because you said we should be at peace with all men. <laughs> <laughs> so what now went to happen? My conscience was disturbing because when I went, um, 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 you went where? That's the bright idea that came to you. So what Satan does? Have you heard before? Oh, I need someone, an actor. Come, come. Don't miss actor. This is Satan. This is is Satan. I am Satan here. This is a Christian. And um, he's trying to progress slowly towards the purposes of God. Satan comes to pull him back. He resists. He resists. He resists. He resists. He gets what Satan realizes. This guy is born again. This guy is not here. He'll push you over the other way. That's Satan for you. There's nothing like, oh, you don't do. Oh, okay. Since you won't follow me now. Nonsense, boy. Thank you. Satan does not do that. If he can't pull you, he'll push you. There's nothing like leaving you alone. This guy is so Christian. Yeah, stop this. Stop this. Stop this. Stop this. All the demons, you should leave. Let's go and look for a new place. No. There's always someone on you. There's no giving up. Till the night before you die, set out shop. Do you really need to die, Jesus? That's why Jesus had to go and pray. If I pray, take this away. But this is why I was born. Say, really, can you go through it? Is that don't go through it on the other hand? He says, Father, not my will, but yours. That's a serpent for you. For once, Jesus was saying, Father, please, I don't want to drink the cup you gave me. Other times, he just drank it. The Bible says, after Jesus was tempted, that Satan left him for a season. I mean the 40-day fast. He left him for a season. That's very easy to understand. He didn't leave him forever. And he doesn't cave your Jesus Christ. So all those who think, eh, why am I still tempted? Because you're a human being, and is it possible that you're still dragging towards God? You want him to leave you? He's doing his job. So you, you do one thing or the other. He won't push you into the hands of God. He will push you to fall. 
you push it to the prop. He comes with the idea to her that she should go. <laughs> so I couldn't stop this girl from forgiving. That grudge would have grown into a bitter root, defiling many, according to Hebrews 9. But this silly girl has finally gone to that church. Whether pastor or not, focus on following a strict series. Then to be listened to the Holy Spirit while preaching. I'm preaching 10, 25 different things in one so-called sermon. Is this a sermon? Is this how they preach? Nonsense, man. <laughs> you know, we heard some demons talking about making us fall the other week. And they say, we tried to make you guys fall. How I many of you have had dreams about weird sexual related things in the last two weeks? In a weird way, like it's abnormal. Since maybe before you got born again, that's when those kind of things. Weird stuff. Do you see all these hands? Today, someone was telling me from outside the country, from elsewhere. I put in a voice message. I said, oh, no, no, it's, uh, it's a season. I told you how in 217, a demon, I was casting demons out of someone. They, they came out in four of them. They came out one after another. When each one goes, the next one will manifest. I'll cast it out. And I asked, what's your name? Pride. I've never seen someone lie down on the ground at the same time be standing. Speaking Queen's English. But the one that left out before speaking pigeon. Bush demon like this. Same person. Just switch out. This one leaves. <sighs> Thank you, Jesus. Bah! The next one shows. And as was living, he said, hey, no. I they go. I they go. What's up? We, we they come for now. They come for now. I took it a bit too lightly. I was more ignorant than now. People fell like 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 dominoes. Never joke when the devil says he's coming for you. I'm not playing at all. Don't play with Satan. Believe all what you want to believe. But if demons say, don't go. Nah, 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 nah. Don't be foolish. Don't be a raspberry. Nothing. It's not. It's not a joke. Now I'm not talking about threatening. Threats are different. But don't take it casually. Like secure yourself. Don't go joking. Not. <laughs> you know how many people have been destroyed because you take your enemy for granted. Can you read the book of uh, Judges, Joshua, Samuel? You know, the both Samuel books, the kings, all that, and think fighting enemies is a joke. There's no joke in it. Life and death is involved. When I look at even us with all the security structures we put up spiritually around our people, parapets, this, don't do this, do this, don't do like this, do this, do this, do this. That we, we have a low casualty rate. We haven't suffered much casualty in this house. Fact. All of us came from churches. If you've been here, again, I know the general population may not know many of the battles we are fighting and all that. You're not aware of it, but the leadership, the core leadership have a, a better idea. So again, there's a clue. Uh, the percentage is smaller than what's very normal, where almost everybody is a captive, you know, almost everybody in so many places we came from. It's normal. Captivity is normal. It's taken sometimes from the top leader, the lead pastor. Everyone down, bound. 
one of the ways we have succeeded in having a low casualty rate is because we take warfare. So now you, many of the other people say, no, we do spiritual warfare. We pull down heavenly things. That's what we don't do. We leave them there. And the earthly body is not enough. Why we? <laughs> the heavens are the Lord. The earth he has given to us. May I stay earthbound? We fight here. I showed you the other day. You fight here. The angels fight there. Did you see it? Yeah. Revelation 12. You fight here. You see demons in your space. You cast them out. I don't have to climb up the ladder into heaven. Have you finished on your own level? Huh? Do you leave your house killing the 52 mice that have been tagged and identified in your own house to go to your neighbor's compound and start killing rats? Are you a rat catcher? Is this England of the 15th century? Stay in your place. You face your own enemies first. Israel does not go fighting battles for Moab or Edom when Philistines are besieging Jerusalem. That's why you start in Jerusalem. Then you go out to Judea. Then Samaria. You must conquer your own territory first. Are you hearing me? Yes, we will bring down things. The other day, one of the visions thing from yesterday, NMPG prayers, were some demonic female-looking spirit. And they came out. And they're like, the person that I was seeing was like, didn't we already conquer this spirit? Then she saw blood was oozing. They had holes in them. Then they fell, you know. Like what she was saying was the aftermath of... So we are winning victories, even for our nation, our country. And some of it, that's some of the stuff you guys are picking up. And they talk about it. They talk about years ago, they told, we heard them discussing, you know. Sister was like standing and they are discussing. This God's the house people call, what will we do? And they said, let's use money. The other one said, no, money will not work. Why? Because of how much I preached about it then. How much I, you know, so people's heads are changed. People were not running after me. It's even now, it has come back a little in recent times. And I've spoken about it. When you hear me emphasizing something, know the devil is attacking us in that area. Why you should be in meetings. Why if you're online, you should tune into meetings. Usually, whatever is being emphasized by the Holy Spirit is the present. Put, bringing the word of God on that thing is like putting up shields against that direction. The arrows that are coming in. It's why people get defeated. Because you may be facing this side. When the attack is coming from this way, you must face the side you're being attacked. Are you understanding? Yes. So there's been all weird stuff. I mean, my, I, my wife said it the other day, I don't know what meeting it was, but I myself, I had a dream about a month ago, three weeks ago, something. I was like, what kind of dream is this? I've not had a dream like this in, I don't know, 20 years. I, And then I heard different people saying the same thing. I went like, oh, okay. Oh, they're here. So, sometimes the Lord allows us to eavesdrop. And they are planning, oh, let's use this thing. And they said, let's use persecution. They are parents. That's why a parent will sit there and stand up, bam, in Lagos. And ask a child that they have not asked for three years whether they go to church. Which church did you go to? Why? Emma, wait, wait, you've never known which church I went to for years. What, how? What happened? How dare you leave, play, play Christianity and want to be a disciple? How dare you? Never do it. They don't play with it. It's, a, it's like a rule. You are the physical human being that says church is church. Satan absolutely knows that there's nothing like that. So when you do it, you see things rise. 
rise up. It is why you who want to be a disciple must be extra obedient because any excuse the devil will use. Any excuse the devil will use. That our sister that was sharing, from what she said, you hear that there's been a history of mental illness in the household, right? Yes, it's a real thing. These are things that happen. Madness. Witchcraft doors. She sees things, she opens so there's witchcraft doors. So what the devil does, he'll try to stir up persecution. So you back off. Now the proper reaction from our people would have been, they would have backed off. They will stop evangelizing the streets. They're evangelizing all over the streets of Ikorik Pene. They're preaching to Muslims. They're preaching up and down, up and down, here and there. They're preaching to people, preaching, preaching, preaching. Going to churches, encouraging them, joining them, the children's department, teaching them Bible verses, just being, getting the training the Lord told us to get, you know, learning to serve. I would tell them, go to a place, serve however you serve, you know, they need help. So you have our people in church groups, sweeping the floors, praying for the place, asking that God will visit them, encouraging them. Some say, oh, we're starting a school fellowship, our people will join and help start. We didn't have a school fellowship. They'll help another church start a school fellowship in, in the university. Doing all of that. No motives. Two things. Learn how to serve. Second thing. Because in learning how to serve, you learn humility. Being under authority is a hard thing. But another thing also. Raise disciples. Share the truth. Share the truth. It was not to go and tell them, you, all of you here, what are you doing here? Come with us. Come, 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 all of you. Follow me. If it was that, then there would be many more people here. No. I, they would even tell, I mean, I would tell them, tell the pastor that you have only three months. Most of the places they went, they put them in charge of the Bible study sector. They heard them, they say, yes, please come and be teaching. Even though the pastor knew very well that they are coming for a while. They would tell, no hiding, you know, we are here, we are going to be here for about four months or till the Lord takes us away. But while we are here, they are there on time, they are there early, they are there, you know, they are holding Bible study classes, and that's it. It was for a season. If God tells us, in a way, it was for a season. All of that was training, training. All these things will go into you. In the years ahead, some of you will be sent to countries by the Spirit of God. It's the training that is important. But why did we do that amongst other things? Because I, we did not want the Lord to scatter us. The word was, if you don't go by yourself, I will scatter you. So I found out that going, not running. You know, walking is easier than being chased. <laughs> you know, you can plan things, you don't walk. Say, oh, I'm, I'm traveling. And we are going to Antioch. We just want to spend six weeks, about six weeks there as the Lord leads. And okay, let's take a collection for you now. And everyone donates and prays. Brethren, come here, the eight of you, they pray for you and send you. Please be writing, oh. Is that not better than run, run, scatter? I hope you know if you plan what you can pack what you want and lock your door. They didn't do it. They stayed. Daily fellowship meetings. Mm -hmm. You have to be in a church meeting. They were using the temple. It was a blast. They were increasing in numbers. God did not like it. But the Bible says... As they scattered, they preached the word wherever they went. This was what God meant. The one that was persecuting them was the one that was supposed to take it very far to certain ends of the earth. His name was Saul at the time. He became Paul. 
You know, he studied them a bit to cartoonate a little of them. They had to cause some trouble so that when God tells him, eh, yeah, I, I want you to go and do that thing those people were doing that you were disturbing. He will be quick to say, yes, sir. Yes, sir. I will do the work of 100 men because I disturbed a lot of them. <laughs> There's a motivation you have when you have attacked people. There's a way you love people you have once hated, especially wrongfully. It's a bit different. There's a, there's a tenderness and a sense of apology that should be there. And that is how Saul became Paul. Saul of Tarsus became Paul. And he went on to become the apostle to us Gentiles. A great blessing. I want us all to understand this. That persecution comes for a reason. I said three things you may do. One, you may go because you're persecuted. Two, you may stay behind and become a dead church. Compromise. Say, no, 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 no. High priest. Mm-mm. You didn't understand. It's not like that. Okay, what did we preach that you said we shouldn't say? Just tell us. We are reasonable people. Are you hearing? Do people do this? Do people adjust the truth all the time to fit into the denomination or church group where they They pluck all the wings of the gospel that God gives them. Pluck it all. Compromise. And say, don't we still have the Holy Spirit? Are we not still brethren? I didn't say you're not, but your reward, every time you compromise like that, you're losing reward and effectiveness. You're losing reward and effectiveness actively every time you do that. Stay in one place. Stay in the will of God. Don't compromise. Don't be a coward. The third option. So one first option, go because you're being chased and beaten with a stick. Second option, stay and compromise. Third option, go by yourself early before persecution breaks out. Do you understand? Just go, plan it, coordinate it. Hmm? Have a say in the going. Not, ow, ooh, ow, ooh, ow, ooh, ooh. It's not, it's not a must. That's what I believe. And that's what we have sought to practice. So whenever the Lord would tell us something that sounded like, I want you guys, don't be gathering like this every time again. I'll come and tell them, we can't gather like this every time. And we would self-dissolve <laughs> by ourselves with tears. Till the Holy Spirit would say, I didn't mean it like that. I'd say, oh, wow. Yeah, you can still mean it. Oh, wow. Our main meeting is Friday night. Years ago, 2.19, Friday night became our main meeting. We used to have all-night meeting. That's the main time. That's when we testify. It was not supposed to be open to outsiders. Just that they kept coming. It was to be for members only. But there's none that outsiders did not come. It was the main meeting. We had many hours. We have a space problem now. Because to meet for three hours, groups that were scattered everywhere. Till today, we don't allow every old member Come and gather on a Sunday morning. Recently, we made some adjustments. God will help us. Just know every time we have together, we hold it lightly. Because when God speaks, we will obey. 
you will not disobey God safely. You will attract persecution. If you are doing God's will, if you are not doing God's will, don't bother. Nobody will disturb you. Nobody. You become popular. So don't bother. Nobody will bother you. So if you are dead, don't, I'm not talking to you. You are no threat. In the spirit, you have no real consequence. Very light consequence. You are not hot. You are not burning anyone. But if you are going to yield to the spirit of God to do what he says constantly, just the devil knowing that you may do what God says when he says it, that's enough of a problem that you may do. So that sister comes on a Wednesday, Thursday, a devilish idea crop, crop, comes up in her mind. But I'm sure she has sat with that guy in private places before to just Every time you spoke with him before, there is a crowd of people. Six or seven witnesses. Every time. I rarely, I rarely met him. Very rare. Okay. Mm-hmm. So this time you decided to go to, into his room. Good. You think the guy was just this and that. So from her side, the enemy pushed her. From his side, a demon must have jumped on her. You know what would happen if he could have his way and defile her? Then she will feel too guilty or bad to come back. And would... See, this story we just told, if you know how many times things like that have happened, if you know, if you know how many times things like that happen, the devil is good at his being with the devil. May we be good at become, being like Christ. Amen. May you be good at being like Christ, anticipating, thinking, strategizing, planning, under the power of the Holy Spirit also. May you. It is absolutely vital that we are full of knowledge, understanding, and wisdom. Fight how God says you should fight. Among the top things that is beyond authority, have a discipler. Why we have disciples? We call shepherds and all that. Maybe discipler is better. It will attract less flack. It's exactly the same thing. You know, is that they would, for example, have told that from the beginning. All right, do you have any boyfriend? Okay, make sure you don't. Say, okay, I just need to tell him that I'm nice. No, send it by text. That's all. Okay, if you do go to visit someone, we normally say, don't enter the house, stand outside. Those are the security guardrails we put in place. Stand outside. Now many sad stories arose from going inside. You can't count. And no, no, are we children here? Yes, less than a child. More stupid. Stand outside. Ah, now, wow, I don't know. Well, uh, so a church will now be controlling someone's personal life. What's personal about it? If you get defiled, you defile the whole church. That's what First Corinthians 6 says. You, you don't know. In the spirit realm, the devil knows. He knows. You're a danger. You're like a bomb. You harm everyone. You defile the atmosphere. Among the reasons why we are picking this thing, people are like, ah, I thought I was free. I thought this thing was gone. I thought, I thought, I thought, I thought, I thought. You know the power of darkness to pick. The sister said she was feeling she had the husband said, Don't carry false burdens. And she took it. Now there are a few things, you know. I think her shepherd must have told her that, you know. Among the things we have said, don't dabble into things that are too high for you, leave it alone. And she kept dabbling. I mean the sister that shared about the the madness thing. Disobedience is a very bad thing. These things you hear us say. We may not have the time to explain it. I can't take 20 years of knowledge and explain well in 20 minutes now. Or even in 5 minutes. 
how am I going to explain what has so many layers and sides to it? So we can only say a little per time. Disobedience is always dangerous. And it was pushing into things, pushing into, and we have always said it. Listen, again, it's going to be hard for you to claim that you know, you might know a specific, you may have read about a specific thing. Let's say Hinduism more deeply than me. You may have read more about Buddhism more deeply than me by far. I may have a very cursory knowledge of it, superficial, light, surface, super, you know, type knowledge. Yes, why do I need to have much more? For what? Do I need to have much more? If the Lord wants me to know something more, he pushes me and I go and check it out. But someone may have studied it because he wants to practice it or she wants to practice it. Or she grew up in a family with that. She has studied it for 20 years. Okay. That may be one area or two or three. But generally, I do believe in God's direction and wisdom and help in my life. I have a cursory knowledge of many things. So I'm typically not absolutely clueless. Not because I went out and said I want to learn about everything now. No, but God made me curious enough throughout my growing years also to take little forays into tiny, you know. Hey, let me read up that. It may have taken 15 minutes to read, but okay. It's in small few seats. I have that in my pocket of endless knowledge, of tiny bits of knowledge like that. And how much more the things of God. So, if you, if, if you might think, no, no, they won't really understand. You know, it's a bit prideful to think nobody might understand something. You're implying that you are the repository, the sole, exclusive purveyor and receptacle of the enigmas of the universe. All of it was boiled down and put into you. Nice to meet you, God. There's nothing like that. Whatever you think, you know, someone knows it a hundred times more than you. Someone has studied it a thousand times more than you. Someone is always ahead of you in something. Or side by side. What you should do if you're going to be a wise person is listen to those that have gone before you. They may not even know a lot of what you know, but question, what you know? Do they need to know? Ah, you don't understand temptation. Are you sure? Have you sat down with the spirit of truth? And he taught you about temptation? Because whatever teacher you had cannot be better than the spirit of truth. So you, when you're new to the Lord, why we ask everyone, have a disciple. If you're really part of this church family, you have a disciple. We even have people that are not here in other countries, other places. And they say, please, give me a shepherd. Please, please, I need someone. I need someone. And the difference it makes in their life the difference he made, I mean, I was sharing with this brother just today, and he said, oh, I'm having these terrible dreams. All that. I told him, oh, just the other day, a sister was telling me about a similar problem. And the other day, and no, it's okay, it's the season. And he was like, thank you. Oh, I thought, I thought. They are seasoned. How many of you used to fall into immoral stuff? Typically around Christmas time in your life, normally in the past. Raise your hand. Do you understand what I just said? Don't speak English. Immorality. Now around Ember months, especially December, say now be the disturb in the past. Now even they fall the past. As you go village or anywhere. Raise your hand, not at all. You know here at all. I say you raise your hand. 
the pubong for Kenyon. Some of you every month was the same. <laughs> it was really bad. God forgive you. <laughs> so we are hey, I can't tell you not the really difference. I was a bit consistent. <laughs> Lord have mercy on you. I mean, we agree that often December time, a lot of it's like a sacrifice for the gods of the year. Someone told me years ago, I had God born again, was on fire, preaching everywhere. Then his girlfriend came back from Lagos. He's the one who had slept with her and disverted her, isn't you know? Years before. As she came out from Lagos, he dragged him in, grabbed him by the shorts, and he was saying, I'm born again. Pam, 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 pam. <laughs> he fell immediately. She finished him immediately, right there. So he backslid, he was gone again, back into the war. He said, after making nonsense, born my head, born what's it? And that's how some people behave. And it's not the people, it's the spirits pushing them. That's someone that she may have come back in the past and he may have gone, oh, my old girlfriend, she said, leave me alone, oh, leave me alone. Leave me alone, this is not the past, leave me alone. Maybe she said, I have a boyfriend in Lagos now, leave me alone. Or done Yanga at least two, three, four days. So he said, as he saw her, she, she, she pushed him. And we've heard these kinds of things many times. Yeah. I want you to know that the devil does attack because you are at war. I repeat, you want to understand spiritual warfare, read the book of Joshua. Read the book of Judges. All those stories. The wars, those are, for them it was physical, for you it's spiritual. Why can't these Philistines just finish? Why do I keep having this temptation? When they come, say my Philistines have come. Those are your Philistines. That thing that keeps destroying. Why does it keep coming? Because you refuse to kill it completely. You always leave some survivors. Why do you think God was so angry at King Saul when he said, wipe out the Amalekites completely? And he did not. God said, the kingdom is taken from you. You're not fit for the kingdom. In other words, not your type. You will kill everyone. There are things that must be wiped out. Stop keeping alive something that must be wiped out. There are things that don't have to be wiped out. You can live peaceably. It's in the scriptures. We've looked at it in times past. When Moses was given the law, God told him, he said there are other nations that stay far away, not within your own space. They can stay provided they make peace with you. But they are those that are in your space. They don't stay. You must wipe them out. Or there will be thorns in your sight and smoke in your eyes. And they will turn your heart. Or you will give your children to their children to marry. And they will destroy you. They didn't obey. It happened exactly that way. The Philistines will kill them, slaughter them, take their food. They suffered a lot for everything. There are issues in your heart and life you must not allow. There are issues you should not allow. Anything that touches on your body, as an example, you don't keep it around. You don't keep it. 
touches on your body. This is Canaan land. This is Canaan land. Promised land. Promised land. This will be swallowed up. The mortal will be swallowed by the immortal. First Corinthians 15. There's nothing like remaining some things that can tamper with this physical being. All such enemies must be wiped out. But you could walk in an office with non-believers. You don't have to have an office. No, only Christians in my company. No, 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 no. Only don't do that. You have to stay interact with the world. But on your terms. Are you understanding? Okay, I'm going to employ you. I'm going to employ you. But everyone in this company works seven days a week. We are a serious company. We have a target. So you mean on Sundays? Sundays. No church, please. You can... When you go home to sleep, you can go to church. But when we are here, we are walking. You don't take a job like that. See, those are not on terms that are agreeable to you. Do you hear me? Yes, sir. In the name of work, you do a job that never allows you. And I'm not strong or strict and say, no, you must be free on Sunday. I'm not too. Sorry if this breaks your heart and you fall out of love with me. I'm not. You can, Sunday can be Tuesday. You want to ask a question? I will send you to old messages. You should have listened. Go and listen to messages on Sabbath. What is Sabbath? Rest. It could be any day. Don't take it and make it a day. If you insist on making it Sunday, I'll make it Saturday. Should we go? Sabbath is more Saturday than Sunday. Why do you do your own on, on Sunday? No, no, no. That's the day. It became the new day. The word of the Lord came to you. The Sabbath is not a day. Again, I, let me not preach it now, please. Check online. Check the Telegram channel if they've put them up. Please, please, please ask for the messages on Sabbath. I've preached a good number. What is the Sabbath? It's the day of rest. Seven days the Sabbath, the day of rest. It's the day you do no work. You don't do your own work, Okay. On such days, you do not do what you will to do. You do only what God would have you do. You cease from your own activity. One reason for someone listening to me and saying, no, it's the seventh day of the week. You are going to have to be a bit more honest. Because if it's the seventh day of the week, you must also do it on the seventh year. You must. On the seventh year of your work, you must always resign. For one year, you must not work. If you can't do it, don't talk to me. You're being dishonest. I'm sorry. I'm not trying to offend you, Seventh-day Adventists. I'm not trying to offend anyone. But you have to. This is how I read my Bible. This is how you must read. You must be honest. Be honest. If, it's, if you must do the seventh-day own, then you must do the seventh-year own. It's the same law. Every seventh year, tell your employer, I will not work again for one year. Will they allow me to stay away for one year and come back? And during that time, you not do any work. God will provide for you. Because in the year before, he will have given you extra. And it will carry you over into the next year. And also, it will carry in the next year parts. Because by then, you just planted newly. You just plant in the eighth year. You have to wait till the end of the eighth year to eat the harvest. So for two years, you're in God's hands. Oh, you didn't know? It's in the Bible. It's very clear. It's not one of those hidden things. It's on top. Go and read it. 
Do you do that? Oh, seventh day of the week, keeper. Whichever group you are part of. I've said it many times that Mad Seventh-day Adventists, they are amazing. In America, they are the ones that live the longest and all that. They are eating habits, following the law of Moses. I've spoken about this at great length. I've explained the law of Moses a bit to you. There are three laws as opposed to sacrificial laws that have to do with blood. Sin, sacrifice for sins. There remains no longer a sacrifice for sin in the book of Hebrews. Have you heard that before? It didn't say there remains no more sacrifice. The only one that has been done that you don't need to do again is the one for sin. The blood of Jesus does it, but all the other kinds of sacrifices that is not for sin, this, it has still has applicability. Forget I said that. It will not allow you to think of anything else. If you follow the general laws of Moses practiced in its spiritual form, where applicable, your life will be better. When God used to say that I may be well with you, I thought he used to mean spiritually. No, literally, physically, you'll be well. To be well with you, you'll be well. Your health. If you eat according to the law of Moses, you have the best health. The Seventh-day Adventists eat according to the law of Moses. They are the healthiest people in America. Guess where I heard it? On BBC. You know BBC, that Christian... <laughs> you cannot accuse them of being Christian. You can never accuse BBC of being a Christian channel. Not now. They are not Christian anything. Okay. British Broadcasting Corporation, in case you're still thinking, delivers Bible class. <laughs> you never know what's good. They'll be laughing if you see people that say, there are people here going, oh. <laughs> BBC is British Broadcasting Corporation and they are not a Christian channel and they said they went around checking for the healthiest people they live to 90 something 100 normal healthy healthy sound if you eat according to the diet the Bible gave who gave who dictated to Moses God Almighty the one who made all animals when he says an animal is clean one is unclean it's not a joke he knows what he's saying but when he says you'll be well with it, it's not with your spirit, it's with your body. So you can eat anything you like. God will be there at your funeral. <laughs> this, did you hear me say it does not affect your spirit? Yeah. Did you hear me? Well, maybe they say in that chat that you have to... If, tr accuse me falsely. And God will deal with you, you know something? Eat anything you like. Everything. Snail. Everything. Huh? I ate snail the other day. Some weeks ago. Who gave me, sir? Baby, come to my house. You know, see snail. Baby, give me. So once in a month, two months, three months. Because I know it's not a sin. So I'll eat it. I hope it's not a sin to me. So <laughs> if you give me, and my throat is long, but generally, I leave it alone. And sometimes my wife makes me to fall. <laughs> Not the first time a woman has done that to a man. <laughs> okay, how does your wife make you fall sometimes? Yes. You're like, no, we should, yeah, I shouldn't eat again. My, um, this pouch is good. And she would say, honey. <laughs> women have tempting men since the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> 
Man, if you don't want to marry, it's not a sin, no. I've told you. Tom tomorrow is brothers' meeting. Gents, green and grill, come with your questions. We'll have a free from 8 o'clock in the morning, okay? Tomorrow, be here. Don't be late at all. Just guys. Girls, stop looking at me. Just guys. I might catch you wearing a cap and walk in here. <laughs> <laughs> So which guy be that? <laughs> they are healthy because they eat healthy. Because they eat according to the wisdom of God. Every animal he called unclean has issues. There is none that doesn't have something running in their body. Please go and listen to see time. We out of time. It is what it is. But I can assure you all the ones you say you shouldn't eat. Then sweet too. Okay. Hey, sin. Hey. The pleasures of sin. But when you watch a snail. Most of them, you can see with your eyes. The thing looks like something that should not be eaten. God made sure it looked bad. You're like, oh, dish. Come here. They put something metallic armor, you suck it out. <laughs> the other one has claws like this, like a robot. Chop, 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 chop. As you go near, see, I chop you. See a snail, see the slime. Look at the chemicals involved in trying to make it edible. Waste of salt. Slime. I should tell you, snails eat poop. I me should tell you. Pretend you don't know that they love it dead and messed up, raw, proper, messed up. That's where you catch them. <laughs> that they move that slowly. Is it not enough that God showed you it's not something to be pursued and caught? <laughs> Man must work. <laughs> Everything. Now, some people will be angry at me and say, can this man focus on the word? It's from the Bible. Should we open snail? Should I show you? Unclean animals, snail, top of the list. God said, don't eat this one. Some of you like, now don't go as a upset. It's not a sin sin. I just said, just know you're eating yama yama. And there's a reason why the Jews were always the healthiest. There will be war in a place. Plague. Everyone is dying. Have you have the black plague? They will die everywhere. They will look at the Jews. Not a soul has died. They will expel them from England, from Europe. They will get out of this country. Witches, witches. They are the ones killing us. Meanwhile, the only thing is they don't eat what you eat. They eat kosher. Does Allah allow us to eat this one? Then we eat it. All those animals God said don't carry. They carry weird pathogens. Monkeys, bats, rats. They used to eat rats all over England. Oh, if you know what they used to eat in these countries that do younger. Oh, if you know what they used to eat. I don't mean bush rat, 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 house rat. Sewer rat, rat. They were eating all. If you know what they used to eat in this one, everyone will be farming. Uh, you know, you know, you know what? 
I cannot be suffering alone. When you go, type in Wikipedia, things people have eaten. Put there Europe specifically. And better than America came out of Europe. They, they were brutish. Ma, the Jews were always classy in such things because their God had said, don't eat this, don't eat this, don't eat this. So they would be healthy, sound, dead bodies everywhere. They wouldn't die. It's what's inside of you. I was preaching this in not one time. When was that? What broke out? Ebola. Do you remember the animals they said? May have carried Ebola. Who remembers Ebola? Briefly. Bats. Monkeys. Lassa. Rats. There was another. It wasn't only three, four. I saw there were pictures in the hospitals where they put it. Go and check. Every single one of those animals is an unclean animal. That the Bible says don't touch. It's always so. Pigs. Master. <laughs> Again, this does not touch your spirit, but it touches your body. You have things running all over our bodies, making us sick and stressing us because we don't understand the law of God. The law is passed. Continue. You'll soon be passed. The truth is that. There is no more sacrifice for sins. Jesus paid the sin sacrifice. So whenever blood is needed for sins, you default to the blood of Jesus. But what about when a sacrifice of praise, of thanksgiving is needed? Does God say, no, no, don't, Jesus, don't worry. No need for thanksgiving. Mm-mm, don't worry. Jesus did it all. He did not do it all. He never said he did it all. That's a song. He did it all for me. It's a song. You thought it was a Bible verse? Show me. It doesn't exist. So we go around doing all sorts of things, saying things God did not say. You are still to offer sacrifices. But the blood you use is the blood of Jesus for sin. Then there's the sacrifice, a sweet smelling. Did we read it from Philippians the other day? Was it first service? This Sunday or the other one? You know, and it said in Philippians, for there is a sweet smelling fragrance. When they give out of their lack, the Philippians, they are giving. Well, they sacrifice, and I explained how sacrifices work. Someone would take something precious, take an animal, take a goat, take something precious, and may burn all of it. Burn all of it up. And it's Ah, is that meat we could have eaten? Yes. You just took all like that and gave God? Yes. That's exactly like I say. Is that money we could have spent? Is that money we could have bought a new car? Is that money we could have done this with? Is that what we could have? Yes. You took all and gave God? Yes. That's how sacrifice works. It involves loss. They would take wheat, flour. He said, your first fruit. So someone would take, you know, oh, I got this. I, I baked this the first batch of bread I baked and I'm bringing this one as a wave offering to the Lord and you brought 10 loaves of bread and the priest took it from you took one or two, waved it and kept it aside, you may take away the rest or you may say priest you can keep all or the two the priest kept that's his share, do you get these are things that used to happen, you go away remember many people are coming by the 
time the priest keeps one, one or two, two, you know he has a house full of bread. You know it's not one person that is coming to the priest. And they may not all come on the same day. As they are coming like that. So this is how they to be provided for. You come with grains, tight. They will take out one tenth. They will take, then they will take one tenth. By the time you take one tenth, even though it's just a half a bag or like 50 kg and you bring and they take, that's how God provided. So God said to the priest, all the sacrifices are yours. The first fruits, they are yours. They are offerings. I give to you. That's how he provided for his servant who gave themselves to this. Instead of them going to be busy planting their own farm, they had to be here attending to the people, adjudicating with the Levites, asking, so what happened? So who slapped who first? Well, listen, the word of God says you have to apologize. All of that, that was their job. They to face their job so they wouldn't be facing another job. So there will be peace. So you can go and plant your farm peacefully without your neighbor setting it on fire. That was the structure God put in his Israel. Today, the spiritual equivalent plus the physical is that, so sacrifices still exist. It's not, there's no more sacrifice for sin. Is that in the Bible? Can you show us a bag? Because that's the someone think I carved it out of the earth. I believe you ought to look at Hebrews chapter 10. But when this priest had offered for all time one sacrifice for sins, he sat down at the right hand of God. Okay? But this is not it. It sounds more like what I just said. No. They all make the point. That's it. 1026. For if we sin willfully after we have received the knowledge of the truth, there remained no more sacrifice for sin. So if you go back, you ignore the blood of Jesus. Give me this in another translation. You ignore the blood of Jesus. You know, if we deliberately go on sinning after we have received the knowledge of the truth, no further sacrifice for sins remains. Okay, so if you take the blood of Jesus, if you take the, like you, you say, um, I'm going to, I don't need the blood of Jesus. Okay, I'm, I'm going to keep doing, canceling out what the blood of Jesus is meant to do. He's like, listen, there's no other way for sin to be canceled apart from through the truth of the blood of Jesus. Like, what do you want? You want something else to cancel sin? This is the only way sin is removed. There's no other sacrifice for sin other than the blood of Jesus. So if you keep sinning, and the way you do it is by repenting of sin, by saying sin is bad. I agree that sin is bad, and I do not want to sin. Let me end the comment I wanted to make about the experience our sister had with the, you know, again, I didn't hear it from the beginning, I'm sorry, but at least you heard that there was a spirit that has moved around in her father's family, afflicting them with mental breakdown. Now, with how it came and left, I've said that there was disobedience. There's always an open door. But there's something else that is real that happens and you should know it. When people turn to the Lord, there's usually a clash. When, before you can own territory, have you read the book of Joshua? You have to fight for it. Have you read that before? Sometimes the battle is brief and quick and sometimes it lasts long. 
Have you read about sieges being set up? A siege where you surround a city and block them from going out or coming in. Till be, when they think, oh, you die from hunger, they may come and surrender. In the Bible, you see God telling his people that they can besiege a city. Some enemies are driven out by being besieged. It's not every enemy that lives instantly. It is why some people's deliverances takes time. Are you listening? I'm explaining things you, questions you have in your heart, even though you haven't asked yet, but you have it in your heart. You need to understand spiritual things. Sometimes a siege lasts for three years. Sometimes a siege lasts for a month. Sieges are not... Now, what we are used to, what you've been trained and you find attractive is everything. Come out. Out in Jesus' name. Leave her. Loose her. Now, what many of you have seen and you're used to is she falls. Ah! And you presume it's over. You are wrong. Sometimes it's over. In God's mercy and in God's labor, I may have prayed and cast demons out of maybe, maybe. If, let me count in the number of times. I don't know. Who is going to give me an estimate? Maybe 500 times I've prayed for people. It might be more than that. I may have prayed for people and cast demons out of them, you know, lose them. You know, some big demons, some small demons, some stubborn demons, some weak demons that didn't wait and just ran out quickly. The majority of those times, it's been fast, comparatively, five to 15 minutes. So God has had mercy on me. Five to 15 minutes to 20 minutes. From beginning to end, you know, you pray for someone and you, you, you know, and then you commit them and then you ask the Lord, then you confront the demon. You don't pray to a demon, you cast out a demon. You pray to God. Then, Father, let your fire fall on this person or fire present this person to your Father. I thank you for your mercy delivering this person. Now, you spirit, and as the Lord is giving you, usually you're listening to the Holy Spirit, spirit of fear, I command you to live in Jesus' name. And then like that. And then sometimes there's many. It's more than one thing. This and that and that. Some there's one main thing. There's usually one main thing. You know, and you go after it. Spirit of lust. Or you spirit of anger. Or unforgiveness. You may have held unforgiveness so long that a demon moved in with it. You can have natural lust, anger, anything. That's no demon. That's just you. And you could have held it long. Or it came on you like a spirit from when it came. And you may have natural fear. Then you may have demonic fear. There's a difference. When it's a demon, you cast it out. Now there can be a spirit of insanity. It's a real thing. There can be natural insanity. When they take drugs, mostly, it calms it down. Are you listening? Because the parts of the brain that control that can be tampered. Just like someone's hand can be damaged. This is real. In the same way, inside your brain, the different synapses, the wiring in there, affects different things in your body. And the part that touches, that affects speech or thinking or cognition can be tampered with. That's natural mental. So you see like dementia, when people grow old and certain things that happen. It doesn't have to be demonic. It's natural. Did you hear me? You can't cast out a natural thing. It's not a demon. So you pray for healing instead. Are you hearing? 
or you manage it. Good. Then there's spiritual things that usually come from family, from other sources. It can jump from one person onto another. Someone can die and the spirit moves. And, and it's looking for a family member. And the one where open door, he jumps on them. This is real. Spirits are real. Jesus said they were real. The Bible shows you they are real. And real life and experience tells us it's absolutely real. Now, once in a while, I've come across a case where it takes a longer while. That's the one that is difficult, where people start questioning. I can't question God about these things. That way I can ask questions. But to say, God, you fell. Or is this power not real? Why? Because if out of those 500 times, 460 was comparatively easy. Is it because this 20, 30 times it was, it seemed not to happen at once. Suddenly God is not faithful. What about the 400 and something other times where it was, it seemed so easy, seemed so fast, it seemed so quick. That is like saying every city you conquer is at once. Have you read when Joshua would sweep through a place and conquer multiple cities like at once and keep pursuing and not stop. So much so, there's so much victory that Joshua says, Sun, stand still, moon, hold it. Have you read that? Then have you read when they went and encamped and they stayed there for a long time? It's in your Bible. You must be willing to do what is necessary. Is this clear? You must be willing to fight as is necessary. That's where you develop perseverance. So it's in those longer cases. I've had to pray. I was calculating the other day. There was a guy we prayed for. It was one of the long ones. It lasted for 40 minutes. There was another case that lasted for nearly an hour. Many people don't understand that God could have gone to work for that sister. All those prayers, they prayed for her. And then when she went home, the effect, those things were being driven out gradually. Gradually. The order has been gotten in the spirit. The emotion has been granted the court how many lawyers you know garnishy proceedings why did you Aleppo just nod <laughs> not small not the going well like, your shepherd needs to see me <laughs> that computer science where they read or which engineering five so, the execution of a process, after, listen, after the court has granted an order, this man took this woman's money and has not paid it back. They've gone to court. She sued him. The court granted. They will take, under garnishment proceedings, you know, they will grab, he has eight cars, oh, very wicked man. Will not sell one and pay back his debt. They will calculate and take four of his cars to pay back the eight million she's owing, he's owing her. Except he brings the money. The time between the court granting the order and that money entering this woman's account, maybe three years. Did you hear me? Who did not understand? You need to respond fast. We're out of time. Who did not understand what I said? Then pay attention. This Oga did business with this Madam Cash. He's owing her 8 million naira. She has waited, waited, quarreled, shouted. This is two and a half years or three. She goes to court before the judge. 
the judge grants judgment in her favor that you, Mazi, Boro, Isaac Boro, <laughs> shall pay Madame Cash, if young, her 8 million naira. Bam! Has a cut. What will you read on the papers the next day? Judgment 8 million awarded in favor of Madame Cash. Everybody will talk about it. All those who don't understand go around and say, no, no, they've told her. She has paid it. Who told you? All those things you read, it may take years for 8 million to leave this ogre. In fact, it may never completely leave him into her hand, even though court, even though the court has granted it. Did you hear me? Do you understand it now? This is what happens in the spirit realm. If she does not follow up on this money, they can both forget it. The, the thing can disappear as though the court never granted. If you understand these things, happy will your life be. If you understand what I've just explained to you, you will understand spiritual oppression and many things that happen that people don't. People, you're like, but God said, but God did. Ignorance, you will perish for it. Follow up and collect what is yours. When you stay for one month or two, when you discuss with him, how will you pay back? Put it in writing and go to court and put it there. Let them sign it. Let them stamp it. Have you heard me? Let it be put down that every month he will remit the sum of 500,000 over a space of so three years or so and pay her back all her money or four years. Then when he doesn't do it, then you bring proceedings again and you can sue him amongst other things. You cite him for contempt of court that he's not doing what the court said, what he promised. If you don't fight for the enforcement of what was judicially approved, you may never have it. She may get half. She may get four million. He may come out that day and push two million into her account and she may never ask for more. I am telling you what happens in real life. The court does not leave all its duties and come and be following you. Where the money? 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 No, 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 no. She is the one to follow through on that and report and push further to what the court granted. And if he doesn't do it, maybe they lock him up. Or he's highly motivated. Or they seize those things I said. They garnish his things. They, they take his property and hold it until he pays. They take four of his cars. They go and pack. They estimate it. They say, we will auction it. If it doesn't, they auction off those his cars. This is where we often lose out with God. The battles we have won in the spirit. We never follow up on the proceedings required to enforce judgment. Enforcement of judgment proceedings are a reality in the spirit realm. That is what you often interpret as standing in faith. Do you, have you heard that expression for your healing that you receive for all those things? Yes, if you don't, if you allow it, Satan will come back and still take it away or never hand it over to you at all. You have to fight for it. May you live where understanding dwells in Jesus' name. Amen. So God can deliver you. You can receive deliverance for something today. And God said it is done. And you live there. This is very common. 
and you have a dream again, and that thing came again. You're supposed to stand up in Jesus' name. You have been overcome, be gone. As opposed to, oh, Jesus, Jesus, help me, help me, help me. You're acting how you used to act before the God, the court spoke in your favor. That is why most times, and Satan knows it. Remember, he has been causing trouble for millennia. So he goes, ha, ha, ha. You cannot chase me away. I said I own you, and you go like, oh, God. So truly, truly, this Satan is stronger than God. You accept that in your heart and your defeat continues. He pretends to have faced no defeat. If God doesn't show you mercy and send an angel, a person, someone that shows up and explains and tells you, no, 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 no. Next time you see that in your dream, say in Jesus' name, you wicked spirit, I have authority. Get out in Jesus' name. If nobody tells you, you keep being defeated and you start saying things like, oh, this thing, I've tried it now, it didn't work. Okay, well, someone had told me that this thing does not work, that everybody must just manage. None of this is true. Understand how to fight. This is how God teaches our hands to war and our fingers to fight. Are these things clear? Now, I know you like to ask questions more and all this. Let me say this before those that have to run to prevent being locked out, run. The rest of you, I don't know why you're running. Don't run, except it's necessary. In the coming weeks, we will be here doing the work of our God. Some of you don't know how that works. But if you're part of this house or you're interested in coming around, there are things we have to do. Transcribe things. Even those outside in other countries, you can help. You can say, oh, th- this audio, you, can you transcribe it? Or can you somewhere, or can you do this with it? Or, can, or this transcription, can you edit it? Can you, as you're listening to the message, can you be looking at the written one and editing it, the grammar, the spelling, maybe whoever was transcribing it is very bad with English, but tried, you know, things like that. There are many things we do, or you can do. They are different. There's an endless number of things we do. Striving to be a kingdom ministry, okay? We are not big on money. We are not dragging people. You don't hear us hype or drag you for money. You don't do any of that. Money could achieve many things, but sometimes uh, the way people get money is worrisome. And many people here don't have much money. It's mostly students and the rest. So I am saying that what you cannot do by paying for it, you can do it with your hands. You can do it even if you have to travel and all that. We also are going to have a retreat, it would seem, because so many people are seeing it. If I had my way, there was a month we did it as a church. We go on breaks too. We can pause for a whole month and not meet. We've done those things in the past. Go to any church, join it. God bless you. Enjoy yourself. The only reason we keep meetings is because there are always new people that need the Lord. There's almost no meeting God doesn't touch someone, speak to someone in a powerful way, do something, direct someone's life, which if you nobody is there to bring the word of the Lord, they will derail, they will be hurt badly. So that drives us. But as per, oh, we must meet too, so we won't lose members. I don't, I, I never, <laughs> such things don't occur to me. I have zero fear. I could shut down for two months with, without missing a step. However, I'm not allowed. So, I encourage you. Many people have had revelation. How many of you have had all these dreams, visions of us gathering, people gathered, people from here and there and all that for the last one month? Raise your hand. Dream after dream after dream. Some of you, again, every time they say something you don't understand, it's when you, we are going down the stairs, you go, oh! <laughs> it's okay, we are born different, I understand. No, but I keep seeing it up and down. I'm like, what is it? Now, I've told you also how God speaks to us often. 
I don't, I'm no man of God with power for the hour alone. There's nothing like that. Everything we do, we often have, just the other day we were praying about something again. It's amazing. It keeps happening. And we just pray. You say, God, what's this tiger we keep seeing? By the way, I need to pray about the tiger. You guys never remind me. We kept four different people, five. We just prayed about it for the first time. Just say, oh Lord, whatever this tiger is. Oh, do you keep saying a tiger? It's like playful, around us, but dangerous, pursuing, but also playing. Nobody really understands. We just prayed about it. Either at home or something. Say, God, reveal to us, where is this tiger? We saw, I think, what the DKMS word. Bah! She sent it. She's not in my house. There's no way she knows what we saw or what we prayed about. Just that day, that evening morning, when did you pray? That morning. At that time, we knelt down. Is as we got to, But it seems she has sent it the night before. So we saw again. Too many, too much. Bright said it. My daughter, little daughter said it. I saw it was like a lion. Around. When you hear a pattern repeat like that, you don't joke. It's real. There's something. I think we'll kill the tiger. Uh, in one case, someone said he was there causing trouble. Again, is he a threat? Is he not really a threat? But he seems to be a threat. It's dangerous. But it's acting playfully. Again, that's why I held back for days. I didn't want to pray about it. So I don't go and hurt one of you. I hope you're not a tiger here. I don't know what this tiger thing. You know how something is so strange? Like, I keep wondering, which one is this one again? Every day, something new. Madam Tiger or God Tiger? Which way TV? The kind of description was like bright. So he had a big head. But a neighbor come. So it first, first. She had seen it a week before. And she said it was there. And the best she had to kill it. But she was crying, crying. But she had to kill it. Like, even though she was crying so much, when he fell down, she threw it over and he fell down and smacked his head and became a kitten and water was coming out of his head. She was crying, but she also knew this is the right thing to do. Which also ties into some of the, all these other things she's been getting. So I don't know. A tiger is a wild animal. Now, when I say we have to kill it, I don't mean someone, hey. I didn't say I'm going to pray God. It's a tiger we saw. We didn't see a human being. It's a tiger. So in case you are a bottle, leopard, or tiger, you become something else on the other side. Please, come for deliverance. Maybe tomorrow. Or this night, if you are staying with brethren, tell them, I've been seeing myself as a tiger at night. I beg you. Now, I presume it's a demonic thing. But again, it's that playfulness. But I'm remembering a vision we once had of a clownish-looking demonic thing. Ugly. Tada. It was a pearl. Tada, laughing. Then looking like a yeah, They poured a bucket of feces on the person next to Satan is a master deceiver. He pretends nothing is happening and it's very dangerous. Very dangerous. So, just agree with me. Father, in the name of Jesus, we agree that every danger to this body, to this church family, will lose its power. Every tiger, lion, wolf, danger, Unleashed around us or in our midst. As the shepherd of this house, I bring my staff upon your head. Spirits of wildness, of violence, of danger, of lust, of wickedness in any form. Be gone. I cast you down 
I relieve you of your power. Spirits of terror, of fear. I judge you in the name of Jesus. Amen. You may not prowl in our midst again. Amen. Your time is up. Amen. I decree it. It's established with the agreement of God's family. Amen. The assembly has spoken. Father, may it be done. Amen. Amen. Then I want to pray this other prayer of this thing I explained. Father, I'm asking concerning every judgment we've gotten in our favor. Everyone stand to your feet. Lapata kata kabara dashata kata sata talagadeya. Lift your hands. Say with me. Every judgment I've gotten in my favor. From the beginning of my life till now. Father, I ask that I be enforced. Every outstanding. That has been granted against the enemy of my soul. I ask for enforcement proceedings to commence. Mighty Father, the King's word is supreme. Every petition that was granted. May the enemy be forced to fulfill. We ask for the armed forces of heaven to enforce the judgments in my favor. Lord, I believe in you and I receive from you every deliverance, every healing, every provision, every assistance, every relationship, every permission, every gift, every calling, every revelation that was granted in my favor by the authority of Jesus before whom all powers bow let the angels with the answers be released we take delivery in Jesus name Father, we thank you. How many of you believe God just answered? How many of you know that when you pray according to his will, he hears you? Oh, this is the space I live in. This is the space. You want us to fast for seven days first, right? 21? Should we do that? It doesn't have to be so. Knowledge is power in the spirit. You should Now, many of you, what will be the proof? The testimonies from Sunday, I expect to start hearing it. Things released. The last time we prayed a simple prayer was shorter than this. And it was some months ago. Some of you were here. And out of the blues, like most times, God will tell us things. Okay? And the Lord uh, pushed me and I found myself saying things that have been held up to be released. The next day or two, a sister, for example, who had lost her father almost 15 years ago. A friend of his from 15 years. That sister is in Lagos. She's not here. But she tuned it. Her mother called her and said, your father's friend said he was owing him. 
Now, nobody knew he was owing him all these years. This one is not, oh, this is one of those stories from Kenya. This is Nigeria. The sister's name is Precious Abba. You can get her number and ask her. Um, that testimony, I don't know. Did she share it openly? I don't know where it was. You can, and the man called and paid back the money. And also, I don't know, released money for a scholarship for her sister. All sorts of things. What was the other ridiculous story? They, they were, some who? Don't whisper now. If you know the answer. There was one other fantastic story like that. Favor Johnson's dad's gratuity. And he had passed away months before. The very next day or so, they paid him. Things like that. And that was a prayer. Simple prayer like this. You don't have to hear this story. I'm just saying that it doesn't always have to be extremely, you know, we have been groaning for. That's why. Learn to sit at the Lord's feet. Hear the word. And then as you're leaving, just say, excuse me. Excuse me, sir. Could I? I would like. You'll be shocked at how easily you can get things. As opposed to coming to his presence, shouting, hitting the ground, beating, sweating, getting dirty, rolling. You must not do that to get things from God. Instead, respectfully listen to him. Ask questions. Think how he thinks. And then, sit down. Then, ask him for what you need. Have you heard these things I've said? This is wisdom. If you learn to live wisely, a wise man did he say a shouting man is strong? It's a wise man is strong. Okay, someone asked me that, sir, why I told you to say that? I have to answer the question. You said that God may not be present in some meetings. What about Matthew 18, 20 that says, where two or three are gathered in his name is there. As long as two or three are gathered in his name, he's there. That's what the person means. Yes, dear my answer is in the book of Revelation where it says you have a name that you are alive but you are dead. Strengthen the things that remain. You can have a name that you are alive. You can have a name that God is with you. Revelation 3.1. Okay, I know you're dead. You have a reputation for being alive. Yet you are dead. This is the church inside this. It is, you must understand how scriptures work. Did he say Matthew 18.20? He said, where two or three are gathered in whose name? You're presuming that wherever people come together say in Jesus' name, that they came in Jesus' name. I've explained to you what it means in the name of the Lord. To gather in someone's name means you gather to the person's purpose. The person summoned you. But people gather as a social club, yes? People gather from religion. People gather to hate. People gather to plan cultic activity. This is Friday night, Abby. Our cult people gathered in clubs and different places right now. Planning for elections. Planning for many things. All kinds of people gather. People gather to themselves. People gather to gossip. People gather to bash each other. Have you been in a church meeting before and you know they call that meeting? The elders call it to bash someone. Have you seen elder wars before? Deacon wars. Demon deacons. You can gather to anything and you claim you are gathering to Jesus. Have you heard me? It's not every time people gather that they are gathering in his name. To truly gather in someone's name. It must be to do what the person expects. Have you heard me? People have pretended to gather in my name. Say, pastor, say, and I come and say, Ta! what you did there, I have no hand in it. Is that what I sent you? You want to run your own agenda and you're calling my name into it. They didn't gather in my name. They pretended to gather in my name. Have you heard me? Yes, Good. So there are so-called church groups everywhere who are pretending. God may have, they may have been gathering to him in 1859, but they stopped. And they became a group of people gathering. Don't you know there are church groups where homosexuals only meet? They claim to gather in his name. 
only homosexuals. Have you heard these things? What does it mean to be dull of hearing? I didn't teach about this. Eh? What is the mystery of God, the mystery of the Father, and the mystery of Christ referred to? Okay, so you see, uh, this person, I've said you people should form the habit. Okay, I, I dash you. See that sister I gave it to? Her name is Sister Sifon. Stand up. Hunt her down. And uh, <laughs> do as you please. <laughs> and you find her. Those things can be answered. Not this setting now. Why? What did I preach that warrants this kind of question? I know I'm not perfect, but what did I do to you? Right? Can we praise God? <laughs> Sunday morning, you're here. Is that eh, no more first and second service like that? Eh? How do we do it now? First and second service, okay, still eight to ten and ten uh, onwards, okay? So you can come for either or both. If you're a new person, it's almost a law. If you're a new member, just plan to be in all the services. Don't stay back from one service or the other. Have you heard me? Give us a song now, a song that praises God. Hallelujah. Which one? I'm not hearing you. Why, why, why should we sing this song? People have gone. It won't be fair. They won't be happy. A very sweet song, but let's not sing it yet. Praise looks good on you. Maybe you sing on Sunday. We can learn it on Sunday properly when you fine-tuned it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, we praise the Lord.
again, we always have new people, dull in the spirit, helpless souls. <laughs> Guy, I wish I could be closing my eyes throughout. Listen carefully to me. I told you hallelujah means praise the Lord. We stood here and I prayed a prayer that has probably never been prayed over your life. You might be a semi-believer, a non-believer, I don't really care. But we ask that things that judgment were granted in your favor should be released into your hands. Don't do the annoying thing people do that when you have seen, then you come and say, I just want to praise God. The other day when it happened, I didn't even know. Anytime anyone gives that kind of testimony, if they say, I want to sing, drive them out very fast. Make sure they don't sing a single thing. Jesus said to Thomas, it is more blessed to believe without seeing you it's happier blessed learn to believe what you have not seen because the lord said it all that matters is that he has made a promise he also promised that if you ask anything in accordance with his will that he hears you and we prayed according to his will i showed it to you from scripture and use a physical analogy to explain that when you ask god father this was granted i didn't have time to tell you how daniel prayed according to the books that after 70 years jerusalem is to be rebuilt now even though daniel may have not gone back to jerusalem to see rebuilt but that's when god activated and released the zerubbabels the ezra's the nehemiah's the hey guys and the joshua the high priest and zechariah's to go and rebuild it so every time you believe something god says you are putting yourself forward to enjoy that thing that god says there's always the person who says no well i'm planning we can finish a meeting like this they'll say i'm planning to meet the pastor not that you can't meet me but you're coming to meet me for what you should have just obeyed yourself into i reply i'm not i rest i repeat i'm not responsible for your spiritual dullness don't just be born again read your bible I have pointed it out to you. So we say, praise God. In the message, I told you sacrifices are still required. Ma Hebrews 13. He says you should offer the sacrifice of praise, which is the fruit of your lips, giving thanks. Thanks are not given for nothing. It's not the same as worshiping God. It is thanking him for something he has done. Question, has he heard your prayer? If your prayer has been heard, why will you not give thanks? If you were owed money from your local government to the tune of 300,000, and while I said that thing, you look at your phone and it entered, would, how would you be thinking? Would you stand and be holding your lips shut? Some of you, I know you think you have demons. Let's take a moment. Say, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus you spirit of a short mouth, you spirit, of a short mouth. spirit of dumbness, I rebuke you in Jesus' name. Now you have been delivered. That's all. You have to learn to believe the word of the Lord. Many of those people, not many, a few of those people I prayed for with others and cast demons out of, they were still reacting. Mm -hmm. If you use your eyes, you will never make progress. And I will tell the priority and they are still, stop it. I say, stop it. It's done. Let's give it. A demon has a right to still be living small, small. 
It's not everyone's load that is small. They have to drag three or four bags. Have you not seen some? You're traveling. You went out with a bag to the car. Do you sometimes come back in to carry more bags? It's real. I'm not joking. I'm telling you the truth. I could give you names and examples. Sister Nyebe that just got up from here in Mboka Southern City here, the day she was delivered. The spirit said, I'm Belzebub. You won't believe that prophecy. You won't believe what she was doing. The person that invited her, bro, Mike, she was trying to break his leg. She was aiming for his knee, lying down on the ground with her eyes closed. Many people are there. She's turning her body, lying down on the ground, only following him. Have you seen someone doing things with their eyes closed before? She can't be seeing him. You're on the ground, sis. And she's stretching her leg and kicking. If that force contacted, his leg would just crack. And he kept trying to do that. He won't even believe his that sister. And we finished and was still, I don't know what I was doing. I said, oh God, they don't say me he leaves it. And we turned and went away. Nobody has prayed. There's no deliverance prayer again on that matter that has been prayed. The demon left. That was one of the first times. I want you to understand. You don't have to see things to believe it. It's only after you believe then for a long time it keeps continuing and continuing and continuing. Then you say maybe there's something left though. And then it's another thing. Then you address it. I'll use that same sister for example. You couldn't touch her shoulders. You couldn't tickle those who know her. I'm real. You knew her. She was doing that since since secondary school. Look at someone from South. came from Lagos to carry butter. <laughs> listen, listen. If you do this, her shoulders. Anyone, you go like. So all you need to do when we are having a leaders meeting, and you do like this, you do your fingers like this, and you think it's a joke. One day, someone I can't remember someone. One of someone said, I said, they'll tickle you now. Someone did her like this. She went, and manifested a real demon. I was crying. Everybody was like, what is this? And I told them it's a demon. One of the ways demons matter, they cry rubbish. I'm serious. Oh dear, demon class. <laughs> you should know because all of you face these things. The sooner you know what you're dealing with, the easier for you. I told them, leave her, leave her, leave her. You spirit of this thing. Come. The other day I saw someone. We were meeting. One of the sisters and other others. And they sitting, you know, they might be sitting. Someone is sitting on the chair. Someone is sitting on the ground. All that. And someone was massaging her shoulders. I didn't comment on it, but I was like, see, maybe too. <laughs> you won't understand what I'm saying. How can you, if you see the reaction she used to react, it's not, so how you know it's a demon? Usually it's not normal. It doesn't make sense. When you look at your life and the thing does not make sense at all, you likely have a, a spirit worrying you. Is as though it has never existed. Gone. And she has been like that since second. And she had said it. She would tell her friends, her roommate, no, no, I'm me, I'm like that. No, nobody can come near my shoulder. They can't touch my shoulder. It doesn't like tickle. It's it's a demonic reaction. How I could tell you stories. Now there's all sorts of things people suffer from. How you know? Because someone was always trained their nail. Then one day you're in a meeting, they prayed, rebuked, and from that day you don't know, nobody talked to you, you just stopped putting your nails in your mouth. It just disappears. We have people here, happen to, it, they just stop, but they've been doing it for eight years, for 10 years. 
with no self-control in public, in private. So when I talk about demons, um, of course, it's because there are people that impress. Now I'm saying we have received judgment for these demons to be cast out in many areas of your lives. But many people have still been laboring as though it has not been done. The landlord has sacked. They've kicked out. They've kicked out uh, the tenant from the house. But you are so weak. You don't know they've kicked him out. You didn't enforce. And he's still occupying your space. Is this clear? I am challenging you and telling you that God has done this. And you're going to see the enforcement of these things in your life. So, stop <coughs> being timid. So, look at me. God wants you to know that he has enforced it. I say you're going to see the manifestations. But in the meantime, can you give God praise? Yes. Uh -huh. don't, don't, why should you? Why, again, the only reason I stop, one, I want to carry some of you along. Two, because I don't want you to annoy my God. It's annoying. It's irritating to me to see you stand. Some of you, I'm staring at you. You're staring. Your mouth is closed. Every time I look at you, are you doing me a favor? You don't even have spiritual sense. Receive sense in Jesus' name. Whenever they tell you praise God, praise God. And by the way, it's time to praise God, not just now, everywhere you are, wherever you are, on the streets at home, <coughs> as your mouth open to say, I don't even know why there's light, not light, but there's light in my heart, my heart, my heart, light in my heart, my heart, release a song, give God praise continually. This is how to fight. This is how to fight. Stop looking for 20. Some of you, since suffering is in your family lineage, you may do your 21 days fasting. You may do all your things. If you like, go with my easy way or go with your hard way. Man is, hallelujah means praise the Lord. You don't need to know all the song. You can say, hallelujah. Is that work? Just respond. Hallelujah. It means praise God. That's enough. Is that okay? Yes, Hallelujah. 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 Wherever we go. Hallelujah. Let the river flow.
over all our brethren wherever they are. <laughs> so let me tell you some of how this will manifest. Some of it will be actual money. <laughs> year long debt, not this year alone. Multi year long debt. <laughs> Multi year long debt. Restored, restored, restored. Oh, restored, restored. Don't be offended, you're a visitor. I don't talk about money. I am an anti-mammon preacher. Totally and uncommittedly. The people who have money. All you should be concerned about is using it rightly. And for the glory of God. For the praise of his kingdom. May God give you wisdom and counsel and grace. Some of you, it's clothes. You need clothes. They will come. From north, south, east, and west. They'll come. Nothing you have will go waste. They'll come. You'll be wearing the best. They'll come. Just go home and rest. They'll come. You can't even buy a dress.
<laughs> Good sense. <laughs> Travel. <laughs> I don't mean spiritual sense, I mean common sense. <laughs> it's like you guys were quarreling. <laughs> You're always in trouble. You keep seeming to do stupid things. Oh, you didn't know that's a gift of grace, too. Ah, you see, some of you got proud along the way. Listen to me, you got proud, and God withdrew sense from you. Oh, yes. It withdrew sense. Simple things you do the most. You're a wonder to people. They look at you and like, your brain missing. Like, did you drop it somewhere? Now they may say it and some don't say it. And I'm not going to. If I ask you to raise your hands, you don't have to go up now. It's not. This is not be said and say. Now I'm not saying I know about you, but you know yourself. You do things. Even you, you sit down and look like, did you do that? Did you make that decision? Not spiritual. Did I mention church? Common sense is as though he traveled, and since he traveled, he has not written or sent email. You do weird stuff. Should I ask? In case I'm talking to myself, anybody here you felt as though some sense traveled? As though they, I think someone put in for a pulled out pieces of gray matter and left you deprived. <laughs> So you should put your hand on your head like this. Shadabata. Now the creator of heaven and earth. This is stuff that unbelievers have. Father, you made us. Restore all the gaps. All the accusation that comes under, oh, your generation. Your generation seems to be crazy. I reverse craziness. Receive common sense. Natural daily used wisdom. The ability to assess, analyze, and arrive at reasonable conclusions. For you made us our father. Restore, 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 restore. No more gaps. Amen. No spaces. Amen. No spaces. Amen. No spaces. No spaces. Amen. Father, we've repented. We repent of pride. Amen. Lord, may your pride be sin of pride be remitted against you. Amen. No more. Pride, pride. You know, some of you, it's the first time you're knowing why it happened. You became prideful, very prideful. And God was humbling you. And you are so dumb, you don't even know what's happening. Now, you've received understanding. Grace comes to you too. Amen. The grace that is given to the humble be yours. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. 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 Grace to wake up early. Amen. A hunger to read the Bible. You forget to eat. This is not forcing yourself. This is you going to, eh, it's 12 o'clock. I haven't eaten, and you're eating spiritual food. It is it's like, like, like an addiction for the word of the Lord. 
All this we have asked in the past, Lord God, it got lost in transit. We received the enforcement. For this is our food. We were our spirits were born of the word of God, and in, by it we will live. Ah, restoration, fullness of life. Even grace that was granted for salvation for people you prayed for family members. Yes. Yes, enlightenment was given and it never arrived. Father, we receive ours. Amen. Our family members, open eyes, freedom from bondage and confusion. Short amens, not long. Parents will snap out of the power of wicked false prophets. In the name of Jesus. Receive enforcement. Some of you that had received in your hearts, you made a decision to repent from one thing or the other, but you couldn't seem to ever implement it. May your soul and body receive the grace Amen. to manifest that which is accomplished in the spirit. Amen. In the physical, finally, there will be a fruiting. Amen. Oh, in the physical, finally, there will be a fruiting. Amen. Oh, yes, no more a barren tree. Amen. A fruitful tree yeah. now in the name of Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, good God. Healings. Healings. Internal organs. External organs. Father, I ask that the eyesight be restored. Retinas. Optical nerves, lenses, restore, 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 restore. Physical eyesight, restore. Thank you. And spiritual eyesight too. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. You're a good God. Yes, Lord. For the Lord is good. And His love endures forever. He's a faithful God. To all generations, everyone. To all generations, for the Lord is good.
We pray you receive eyes to see, ears to hear, and an understanding heart. Remember, test all things and hold fast to what is good. For more information, visit our website at gods-lighthouse.org.